Yeah, I really like that idea. The uh, you know, I remember when when I first got started with Astrobolt. Uh, you know, I know I blew you up because I was trying. You know, I didn't have any art. You suggested the Adam method to me. I did the Adam method, and then I ran out of art almost instantly. And then I found myself going to Osmosis, and I'm like. You know, why in the world am I going to Osmosis to use a different Dex? Um, but, you know, eventually I just bought a large chunk of Arch and parked it. But, you know, if if I could have if I could just use my AXV tokens as I'm going to be earning them through liquidity rewards and stuff, that would make life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I know we've talked like Arch gas is decently expensive. Uh, at the same time, since then, Neutron got to a point where gas was over a dollar. Osmosis has had gas at several dollars through their version of VIP 1559 they launched out. Plus, they still get spammed and their chain's just not safe and doesn't work. So it is nice that, you know, Archway hasn't gone down, that all of our product has been live and, and um, stayed working. Um, in general, we would like to keep gas at like a reasonable dollar price. So we would support props that went to Archway with lower gas pricing. Um, but yeah, we need better customization. We need easier onboarding. The only real hurdle for us when choosing not to launch our own chain was um, that we don't want to send people to osmosis to buy the gas token. And so we were assured that we could do cool things with fee grants. They ended up being a lot more limited than we had expected. We actually helped better what's possible with fee grants. We built out the first ever ledger compatible fee grants because that wasn't even a possibility yet <laughs> in all of Cosmos. Um, and we helped relay that to a couple other groups. So like Archway was able to use it for their uh, airdrop as well. But like our team like helped build out that functionality in general through the libraries. Um, but it's still limited. Like we need to better them. We need more general purpose fee grants while keeping things safe. If we make general purpose fee grants right now, our issue is somebody else can make their own archway app. They can siphon out all of our gas and earn it back in archway rewards and basically steal our money. Um, whereas what we set up in our fee grants, we get at least half of it back once Archway fixes their inflation stuff, we'll end up basically having them be perpetually refillable, which is fantastic. So um, I know Archway is working a lot on the module uh, itself so that they can better it and allow more types of fee grants, more types of gasless transactions, more types of account abstraction, where we can do things and say like, hey, these different accounts qualify for 50 Arch worth of gas for free per month. Uh, and we subsidize that, but we get it back uh, in some way, shape, or form. Or, hey, you guys bought a Quantum Club NFT. You can now use our use Astrovault with no gas uh, or give everybody a for, like free five arts worth of gas or something per month. Like That kind of customization is going to happen. Um, it's just a matter of, of time and effort, but things will get better. Yeah. Sorry for anybody we've ever sent to Osmosis or something. I promise you that is never our intention. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Everybody loves osmosis. Yeah, I must just be built different. I just, uh, you know, I just every time somebody says the word osmosis, I just think about the almost hundred thousand dollars I had parked in liquidity pools when Terra collapsed and how even though I never held Terra or US, UST, uh, how I went to literally almost zero. Uh, just from all the the liquidity siphoning that occurred, and uh, Osmosis, you know, they they bragged the most about look how quick we we moved to to cut off the IBC channel. They let it ride for almost twenty four hours straight, where literally everybody in Terra just dumped on Osmosis to get out. And I mean, we just all got obliterated. 
And, uh, you know, so I, I do hold a grudge against osmosis. I can never forgive them for that because I feel like they didn't protect me. There was nothing offered to me in the end uh, as any type of, you know, uh, not even a, I'm sorry, you know. Um, so even though the osmosis decks for the most part functions and looks great, um, I can just never get over that. If we mess up, we will be man enough to look you in the eye and say that we're sorry. But it is also our firm intention to not mess up. Um, that's not the only issue. I mean, look at how their chain's gone down. Look at the manipulation that's taken place for people freezing the chain while longing and shorting and, and other perps places to manipulate markets. Like it, So many things that they do are not safe. They rolled out concentrated liquidity without fully understanding it. They copied a version where over 50% of LPs are losing money. And now people are looking to concentrated liquidity like it's going to help their like solve their, their crises. We have the most concentrated liquidity possible, like more concentrated than Curve in our hybrid pools. And we know when to use it. And we tell most people who want it, no, because it's not safe. We know when it is safe. We know the, the stipulations of where it's safe. And we have a crap ton of fail safes so to make sure that it stays safe so that things like what happened with Harvard don't happen. But it is a very dangerous game that we understand and wield carefully. And they don't. They're like, oh, crap, we just need something new. Here, let's launch this. Now it broke our router. So now people can't do multi-hop trades because we don't understand it. Um, let's just show APR at zero, screw it, people don't like seeing APR at zero, let's just completely fabricate what the APR is and push that live on the UI, and people will trust it because it's on the UI. So much of what's going on on Osmosis technically like does not work, and they don't understand what they're dealing with, or, and they don't really care because they have like a $1.8 billion valuation, so I guess it's working for them. Um, as a user, as somebody who really, really deeply understands DeFi and really cares about sustainable and scalable growth, it is not okay. It is not safe. We need better and safer alternatives. And too many people are going to keep getting hurt. It's, we need better as an ecosystem. I agree. And, you know, it, it, it all starts with the users demanding change and demanding accountability. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm so I'm so glad that the Astro Volt team has been so transparent every step of the way. Uh, they're not afraid to answer the hard questions. And, you know, as users yourselves, you are trying to build something better that you would feel comfortable using as well. And so I'm able to get behind that. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. More, more people are seeing it. I mean, it's hard to draw attention to this kind of stuff, but we're really proud of the community we've built. We're really proud of um, you guys, our core partners who are standing behind us, who are participating here and being a part of a movement. Uh, I know that we might be considered late to the game, but we're doing things right. We're doing things well. Um, everything we're doing is working, is gaining traction, and this will continue to snowball. This will continue to grow. Um, we're on the cusp of something great, guys. And it definitely looks like we're going to go into a third round here soon. Yeah, we'll see. What we need, we need 17K to close out the round. Let's get it. I just really want the dog fight to end. I want, I want the clock to run out and everybody start like fighting to be the last person. Uh, I really want to see how that plays out. Yeah. Me too. It's going to be weird. <laughs> That's the type of DeFi drama I want, you know? <laughs> Dude, we need more drama per second. That's what Cosmos is good for, right? But we also need to like better the alert setting. Like we're already having people reach out to us, like, "Hey, I'm having a lot of fun, but I can't sit on my computer forever." Like, I want like a live a live bidding feed to keep track of this on my phone. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, there's tons of cool things we can do and add to this. Like we've already talked about adding push notifications, um, like for the notifications we have. 
but uh we'll see lots of room for growth lots of things to tinker with we'll be around bidding yeah, that's one thing I really enjoyed about Stream Swap is even though, you know, a bootstrapping process isn't exactly the most entertaining thing in the world, at least they had like that really interesting fluid chart, you know, that you could stare at. It was kind of cool. True, true. What do you guys think would be cool to set for future whitelists? Like it made sense for us to do like our LPs and whatnot. Um, obviously, we're the ones that own Outbid, and so we can kind of put our own terms and stuff on other teams that get the chance to use it. Uh, we plan on wielding that power gently, but we can do things like, hey, if you have a Quantum Club NFT, you get whitelisted, or if you're staking a thousand AXV, you're whitelisted. Uh, what what kind of stuff would you guys like to see to reward our our loyal users with the best opportunities? You know, how about anyone who swaps, say, $500 or more on the decks? Okay. Um, so, yeah, that would be the way we track that is basically how much gravitate each person's minted. And we could do that. We could check that with wallets. Even if you burn your gravitate, we can check like how much was minted, not just how much you're holding. Or we could just see how much you're holding and force people to, to trade more. Um, some early AXV liquidity pools. I don't think we've talked too much about that. Um, we will seed some liquidity from our POL. Um, so we will have an XArch AXV pool, an XJackal AXV pool, and an XAtom AXV pool. Um, though, we'll, we might make an AXV USDC Noble pool as well. We're on the fence of it. We don't have a lot of liquidity to seed that one, but we've heard demand for it. Whatever there's demand for will make happen. Um, but we're not going to use all that much of our POL to seed liquidity. Um, one, if the price of AXV goes up, that would be great. But um, we also want to leave it to the community to seed liquidity. And there is also inherent risk. Like, say we have 824K in POL. Say we put all of that in liquidity against AXV. If everyone sold their airdrop, if the token for some reason went to zero for a short amount of time, um, basically everyone would be selling and accessing our POL, um, making it like a risk to our treasury through the token price. We'd rather keep them decently disconnected, keep our liquidity separate so that any price volatility can't hurt us very much um, just for safety concerns. So just some thoughts there, like treasury management is gonna be very important. We would love to get more people like in the community that are experienced with treasury management um, to step up, volunteer and help us uh, with a lot of the weird stuff that we're gonna be doing. Um, but with novel use cases, um, we have novel risks that we want to make sure we're transparent about. We highlight and kind of explain why we're making different choices we are making. If some people expected us to be more liquid, but also gives more opportunity for decently high emission tokens for you guys who are getting your AXV early to go LP and get high APR for it. So please put your tokens to work. Isn't it cool that we have 824K in POL though? That's a nice number. I mean, I'm just sitting here and I'm kind of upset. You know, you're talking about all these pools you're launching and I never once heard the the word deck come out of your mouth. You know, hurt you really hurt my feelings. Catwad, would you like a AXV X deck pool? I very much would. Thank you. Okay, we're going to have an AXV X deck pool go live as well. Now we're talking. In general, um, we'll we'll keep trying to make more liquidity deals. We'll, tre we'll keep trying to source more tokens to list. We have actually quite a few that want to now and we expect that to go up a lot once people see the aprs um 
we'll have to basically make decisions like what gets listed against AXV, what gets listed against Arch. We would like to keep Arch as the base liquidity pair and do the same thing on other um, other chains that we end up launching on, make it easy to access like those chains, make things route nice and se- seamlessly. Um, we need at least a couple of, at least one really, really strong liquid AXV pool on every chain that we list on. Like that's important for the cross-chain routing. Um, but we're not Rune, we're not Osmosis, we're not trying to force everybody to list against our token. We don't need to. If a new L1 comes in and lists against Arch instead of AXV, that actually doubles our revenue because now we're earning um, staking rewards from the entire liquidity position and we're earning trade fees and other tokens than AXV, which not only adds burn pressure, but also adds buy pressure to our token. Basically, other indexes have forced all the liquidity pairs to be against their token because it fabricates demand for an otherwise useless token. <laughs> I, I don't speak very highly of DEX tokens for a reason. That's why we built something better. Oh, and I just want to say, I noticed something you did, something that I asked you for a while ago, and then you never told me that you did it. And it was by sheer chance that I stumbled upon it the other day when swapping on Astervolt. Uh, you got BLD added. Uh, we, I can now buy my Agoric on Astervolt. I appreciate that. Yes, we got a nice 400 something thousand dollar liquidity BLD pool, which will actually have pretty high APR. Uh, as we're now earning a decent amount of BLD as well to our DAO. Um, and also, we have a decently strong partnership with them for IST, and they're going to be looking to get IST involved in more three pools. As we, We're going to work a lot to bootstrap a ton of liquidity for this current three pool, and if and when that does work, and we do get the narrative of being the curve of Cosmos, we're so much more than that, but even just being that is incredibly valuable. Uh, we anticipate getting a lot more stable pools set up because we have the best <laughs> stable pools. Yeah, we already own $709 worth of BLD as a DAO. Yeah, I'm just kind of hurt that after I pestered you about it and pestered you about it for like a month straight, you didn't even tell me when you got it added. Uh, it's because I don't like you and I don't care about you and I don't value your feelings. I know, you're, you're a cruel, mean person. Oh, hey, Catwad, we got BLD listed, though. Oh, thanks. I'll be sure to buy some. <laughs> No, their their team's been great. Um, now we just got Flicks listed yesterday. That's a good start. We we have quite a few lined up as well. It's nice seeing all the little pools. A lot more to do though. Oh, getting more DMs from more people wanting to use Outbid. That's a good start. Let's keep the queue going. So, can you give us any alpha on any new tokens launching uh, on Astrovolt? I know we just got flicks. Um, anything else in the works? Um, yes. Nibiru, once they are ready to go live with their token, that'll probably end of February. Kudos should be done soon in power. Um, got a couple other queued up as well. Um, in general, if there are any other tokens you guys like that aren't on yet, we need to get them set up. We need DVPN. I know they've been struggling to come up with enough liquidity to seed, but I do think we have enough community members that are doing that have enough that we can bootstrap some pools. Uh, so yeah, we we need to scale this up. Right now, we don't have enough tokens, and so people have to go to Osmosis. One, we don't have enough liquidity. Two, we don't have enough listings. Uh, additionally, if you check our econ paper uh, and you go through kind of the formula for our incentives, uh, basically. We're, we're going to be at the floor for incentives, which still has us overpaying by about 400% uh, based on where we're at right now for the liquidity. 
which don't get me wrong, that's great for helping bootstrap things, but that's not also as sustainable as we're meant to be. We want to be a range of overpaying by about 40%, not 400%, um, which we're still fine with the overpaying because that attracts liquidity. And then if we make up 40% of POL, it's actually paying an even 100%, uh, but we'd rather pay more upfront to bootstrap our growth so that we pay less later. Um, Complicated numbers stuff, but in essence, we need a lot more pairs to diversify our, our emissions through. We need a lot more liquidity pools. Our APRs are actually going to be a little bit higher than we feel they should be um, until we're able to grow our liquidity in our pool substantially. So we're, we're going to make a really big push for getting a lot more liquidity. Uh, and we, as always, can use everybody's help. So get us intros, talk to other teams. Uh, it makes, like, we, we get in a room with people, it's really not hard to convince them. We're like, hey, your APR and osmosis is nothing. If it's higher than nothing, then it means you're paying a crap ton in a way that's getting your token sold. Would you like better? Would you like a partner that's actually going to help support you? Would you like an APR that rivals your stake and rewards so community members will finally LP again and it's not just you? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. We'd love that. We're not getting our needs met at all. We know. So list on AstroVault, and they all want to. Um, but we need to be able to get in those rooms. So we could use everyone's help for that. So would you be willing to entertain the idea of uh, onboarding the Cosmos meme scene, say Hua Hua? Oh, man. Guys and your damn meme tokens. We're a business. Uh, we, we don't say no. Anyone who wants to be listed can be listed. That being said, um, I wouldn't want to make a liquidity deal where we give them a bunch of AX Vita rug against. Um, but we're happy to foster other people. <laughs> Come on. What's up? I think you need to look at the chart for Chihuahua chain because I think you're missing out here. I miss out all the time on great opportunities. Um, things like Doge and Chiba Inu uh, do very well. I don't believe in meme tokens, and that's because I'm a hater. And I don't want my haterness to hold back AstroVault. So yes, we do need to list things like that. We do have one actually really cool meme token that will actually have a lot of utility. Uh, that will be pro pretty prominently featured on AstroVault here in a couple months. Um, but yeah, we need to enable people to do what they want to do. People want to trade meme tokens. We need to make that happen. Um, I just, at the same time, am well aware of what ends up happening to meme tokens and chains and things without utility, things that aren't actually decentralized businesses. And since we are investing in these groups, I would like to have more positive ROI than negative and not set ourselves up to be, to be the rugged liquidity. Are you, are you kidding me? Chihuahua Chain is like a metaverse powerhouse in Cosmos. They're building on Passage. I mean, come on, man. I hate dogs. I think, I think that might be the core issue. If there were more cat meme coins, uh, I, I might have a better turnaround. But, like, have you ever met a Chihuahua? Did you ever have a good experience with that? The answer is no. They're, they're evil little spawns of Satan. I know that's why the Hua Hua layer two is bad dog, and bad dog is one bad dog. Love it. Um, yeah, keep me posted if you guys have demand for different meme tokens. I know Wasmo is talking to us, I think they already rugged, but um, they want a list. Sweet, we're happy to foster that. If you guys want to use community funds to back meme tokens from AXV to help bootstrap liquidity, that's up to you guys. That's, I'm very often one to start the conversation about liquidity deals. That's not one that I personally feel very convicted on. 
I will be more than glad to play market maker for Hua Hua. Well, we can earn a bunch of Hua Hua from a uh, from our validator and everything. So, long live the doggies. I feel guilty saying that. I hate I hate little dogs. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> have to get a dog soon. I've got three daughters, and they want a dog so damn bad. Just don't get them a chihuahua, right? Bear. Don't get them a little dog no. at all. Right. See, that's the thing. You just don't have a little one. That's how you solve that. Anything that I can kick across a football field is not a dog. That's savage, Bella. Uh, I mean, you know, my, my supervisor isn't here to keep me out of trouble. I'm going to have to call Scott and have a talk to him about you kicking little dogs around the football field. Totally justifiable. I, I went to a Charger Lion. Is Max here? Max isn't here, right? I could tell a story. Okay, awesome. Uh, I went to a Charger Lion game back in like 2006 when I think the Lions went like 0-16. And, and the Chargers went like 14-2 and and were really good. And we were winning by like 40-something points in the fourth quarter. And they they played on the big screen because the Chargers, even back then, have always had the best social media team. They played the MGM Lion intro, but they dubbed over the audio. Meow! <laughs> and every Lions player had just sunk. It was so dirty. I loved it. Meow. Max is our local diehard Michigan sports fan who was actually somehow getting to have his day in the sun. Never thought oh, my God. How can you be a Detroit fan? That's just absurd. You'll have to ask him. It's probably been a very difficult life. But they finally won something, and so I got to get his coach. That's nice. I mean, I can't talk. I'm an Indianapolis fan, which really isn't all that far away from there, and they aren't doing all that great either, so... It's like the whole Midwest USA, you know, they just, the, the teams are struggling. Word. Always been a fan of the Browns just in the closet a little bit. Ugh, Cleveland. <laughs> we crossed 140,000. Need another 15 or so to close out round two. We're going to close out round two just to get round three rolling. Yeah, I estimate round three is going to be where the fun really begins. Hope so. Pull us into the weekend. We need more content from everybody who's participated about how rounds one and two went. Um, then just, yeah, leave it open for people to come in and participate and see how things go. Um, but, yeah, if we if we get through round three, that will be $243,000 raised from the team publicly on the new launch pad. Like, that gives us – we're a small team. That gives us a decent amount of runway to go build up more stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, if not, if we close out at 140, this is still a, a damn good start. So really happy with how today's gone, guys. So is there any big UI changes coming to Astro Vault? I mean, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. Um, 
I don't know about big UI changes. I believe we're going to embed some more tutorial videos, as we had talked about earlier with Joe. Um, let us know what you guys think about the embedded videos. I know we had them auto-playing uh, previously on Outbid for the last like two days, but now if you go to the documentation page, we've got the little tutorial um, there embedded. So if you guys like that, um, that's kind of the style we're thinking about going forward with. Additionally, Outbid will kind of get a makeover after this campaign where we can like have like a homepage and you can see all of your stuff um, as well as like the different campaigns. You can like click on one and not just have it be this one as Outbid's going to grow. Um, additionally, as soon as the token goes live, we're going to open up the farm section. So that will be between the stats tab and Outbid tab. Um, we'll have a little flower. Um, and that's where you can go stake your AXV for more AXV or other farms, stake AXV to earn Atom, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, biggest thing is, you know, APRs for everything goes live. All the claim your award buttons go live. So that, that'll be a decent change, but it should still flow like you guys are used to. Yeah, whoever it was that made the, uh, the outfit videos that you guys have on YouTube, they're, they're really nice. They did a good job. Thank you. Yeah. And decently priced too. And really faster in overtime. We were, we were very, very proud, very impressed. We'd asked like a bunch of different people to make videos and a lot of people tried. It's just a big ask in short time. Okay. We broke over 140. Woot woot. A couple other bigger players that we're connected to are reaching out as well. We're getting to see how this is going and some are going to check it out. So maybe they participate. Maybe they don't. Either way, more eyes is good. So about that Jackbox weekly night, what, what night should we be doing? I mean, any night's games, game for me. I'll drag the, uh, the center community into it, and we'll have a good time. I love Jackbox. This is the way. Player Jackbox on the center. Just uh, let's do Killing Floor. That's, that's the best game on there. I'm a monster at trivia. All right, guys, I'm going to hop downstairs and have some lunch with the girls, so I'm going to be off for a little bit. Uh, Ethan, did you want to make um, Catwater host? We can keep the space live if you guys want. I think I did. Didn't I? Catwad, you're a host, right? No, I'm a speaker. I can't promise you what I am. Um, yes. Invite to co-host. Send co-host invite. Survey says. Should be invited. Allegedly. There we go. Yo. So I'll tell you guys something I have in the works for uh for the center. I know you know many of you guys showed up for the, the center community call on Discord yesterday, but uh I'm I'm in the talks with Passage to start hosting our the center group meets on the Passage blockchain. Um, you know, of course, using our the center browsers. Um, you know, Astrobolt should definitely set up something like a monthly community get together on Passage. That would be awesome. Yeah, we've been trying to get um, Lex in our room for a couple months. Uh, got to meet Greg and talk to him a little bit after there, too, because he had shown up. Um, love what they're doing. It's really cool. We'd love to integrate what they're doing. We, we've already actually built a decent amount of 3D stuff. We'd love the idea of accessing Astro Vault and a lot of the stuff we do from a 3D, like, virtual, t like, um, um, a 3D virtual uh, terminal. Uh, which is something we had started designing, but we weren't able to retain our 3D designer. <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool stuff that what they're doing enables. We would love to help be a good partner. Additionally, though, they they've been frustrated by the price fluctuation on Osmosis, 
And so they want to solve it by switching to concentrated liquidity. And I'm trying to tell them, like, you need to hop in a room with me. You need to understand this because that's going to amplify your problems, not solve them. Um, Too many people are looking to that as a solution instead of its own bucket of problems because they they don't understand it. And they're being encouraged to this by osmosis and they don't understand it. Um, So it's it's a blind leading the blind. And we're, we're trying to go in and like and help. So we can get them in a room if we could talk things over. We'd love to better their situation. Uh, we really believe that we can, um, but we'd also love to use it just because it's a dope product. Yeah, so I know you guys just promoted me to co-host, but I'm going to step away for about five minutes to take care of something real quick, but I'm going to stay in here and I will be right back. I'll miss you while you're Ciao. Hey, Ethan, I'm stepping down as well for a little bit. You can give this space live if you'd like, but let me know if and when we fill. Okay. Well, dude, we got plenty of time, so it'll be yeah, going you know, on. You've been very quiet through all of this. Yeah, my phone is plugged into the wall. I'm like in, tucked into a corner here. I had to move my laptop, so I'm bringing down my laptop battery to be able to be on on the uh, phone in the corner here. It's all messed up. But I've got it all rigged together, so here I am. Well, you know, we all want to hear from Steph anyway, but she ran off, so... All right, somebody's got to watch the hooligans. Away she goes. Right now, we are up to 140K. And we have, what, 44 hours left? Quite a bit of time. Yeah, that's going to close out way before. That actually runs out of time, looks like. Hopefully, uh, Crypto Tank comes back and joins us again. He was here earlier. Hopefully, he'll uh, have some time later. Cosmos Joe stopped in for a bit too. Very grateful for that. Cosmos was going to come. Unfortunately, um, he had to work during all of this. And I think we'll probably have like other rounds at different times um, for the people that can't participate, you know, during these times. Because for some people, this is like the middle of their work day or whatever, or the middle of their night, depending on where you are in the world. So we'll probably have some, some additional options. Right, we still have several time zones that are sleeping or just waking up. Right, I think it's a good test case, though. I mean, we kind of kind of went for a good like middle of the road time, and then, like I said, the, the rounds are long enough that it should cover a good spread. Like it should be available for like most of the weekend, um, whichever round we're on. And I think we're only going for like three immediately right now, like three rounds um, this weekend. So even if the third one fills. So we'll see what happens. See how it goes. I can't believe the first one filled in four minutes. That was absolutely nuts. Right now we have 5.5 million liquidity. I expect that to go up sharply over time as we start offering incentives. I think that's the big thing right now is that we just don't have a live incentive. And that's one thing that getting this token out will help immensely um, is, is, you know, actually offering an APR. Um, I think that'll make a big difference as far as our liquidity long term um, volume, especially we've got it. We're up to like 305K volume today, which, hey, it's a good day. And 823K in protocol owned liquidity. Huge chunk of which is now Arch and uh, another solid chunk of Jackal. Those are our, our primary big bags, which uh, solid bags to have. We've got a decent chunk of Adam, too. Uh, not, not, not too shabby. Not Nothing to write home about. 2.84k there. About 30k worth in USD, Adam. 
I'm hoping we get more uh, stable liquidity on the platform shortly. Uh, the one-to-one -one stables is a really, really handy feature that we have not even like really begun to to use at a, at a large scale yet. And so, we're working. Oh, yeah. go ahead. So, so Gravity Bridge is actually going to be going to the Liquidity Council on Archway here next week and making a request for Archway to incentivize that pool. Because like ours are built in, like we will have incentives, but it's also very like dependent. If if you guys check out our econ paper and how we do incentives, it's not just like arbitrary give amounts of pools. It's very much based on like liquidity profiles of the tokens that are um like independently to, to like weigh how like how much value the liquidity provides us, but then also comparing it to the revenue that we're earning from the pools. So those are like we're we're purposely getting it out of our hands to try to make it as fair as possible. And in order to generate like a lot of liquidity for something, they're going to want like guaranteed really high incentives. Um, so if like since Astrovault is going multi-chain anyways, it makes sense for the different L1s to compete to use our really cool pools to keep the liquidity on their chain. And so Archway is voiced that they're open to them actually incentivizing that liquidity pool. And if that does do well, um, then there are actually quite a few other um, stable associated projects that would be willing to then also co-incentivize other stable pools to get access basically to that liquidity. So it starts with USDT, USDC Noble, USDC Gravity, USDT Gravity, could then expand to additional three pools or two pools, like we have the USDC Noble with IST. Uh, IST really wants in on a three pool. Um, so as long as they have one or two assets overlapping, um, it's possible that we get BLD incentives as external incentives on these pools. If we get USK, it's possible we get Kujira incentives on these pools and really make Astrovault the default place for stable routing because, frankly, our pools are custom and a lot better for this than anybody else has. Um, so if if that scales, again, even if our narrative is just the curve of Cosmos, if we're able to get these external incentives to help attract stable liquidity, a lot more will come with it. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, we should have the uh, roadmap on the About page. If you guys haven't seen that, it's astrovault.io slash About. We do have a roadmap up there now. Um, we kind of, at the beginning of this, covered... Um, the updates we'll be making to the roadmap, we'll be updating that page over the next couple of days um, with the items discussed earlier. We do actually have a roadmap, basically. We just haven't haven't uh, pushed the public alpha, but that's why you come here, right? You get the the inside track. If you guys haven't had a chance yet, check out Flix too, OmniFlix. Where uh, we just listed them within the last, I think, like forty eight hours. Um. So they've kind of probably gotten drowned out in some of the outbid news um, just because, you know, we've been so pumped and excited and everything going on. Um, we've been just like flooding the news feeds with, with all the information about outbid and the upcoming launch, um, given what's been going on. But um, want to make sure to give them a fair shake. They're a solid project with a good use case. I don't think anybody's satisfied with uh, YouTube. I'm, I'm hoping that one of these alternative platforms um really sticks it to them long term we'll see we'll see how, how they do um I, i'm really bullish on anything that can actually properly monetize themselves and and to reward creators um in a way that that isn't getting shut down and where people aren't getting censored and um we could just like you know talk about the things that are being built i think uh, it's a pretty basic request right but youtube has been squirrely that's omniflix.tv Definitely worth checking out. Man, I'll tell you what, the uh, the Flix launch really went really well, didn't it? 
Yeah, we have, I mean, we've had pretty solid luck with those token launches. Um, what was it? I think it was Ander. I, I, I was very slow to buy on. I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I, obviously, you know, I'm so busy with everything else that's been going on. I didn't have a chance to pick up a bag Ander. By the time I did, I, I lost my ass on it. <laughs> that's okay. I'm holding it. I'm a, I'm a long-term holder anyways. It's fine. So you're the exit liquidity in the... Uh, I know, Astro- right? In the Ander pool? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely me on this one. I was way, way, way behind. But I was so busy making the news, you know, that I didn't have time to capitalize on it. So that's the way she goes. And I generally don't, you know, obviously, but I like, uh, you know, uh, somebody, somebody messaged me the other day and they said, uh, look at what Flix is doing. And I pulled up the chart. I was like, good God, what in the world could be happening? And then I seen that they launched on you guys. And I was like, oh, yeah, the whales are just consuming it. Right. Put her on the treasury. Never underestimate the Astro Vault whales. I know, uh, you know, you got, you definitely have a select group of whales that just hang out and do all their trading on Astro Vault. And when a new token launches, they just, uh, they cannibalize it, man. Yeah. Well, and it creates cool arbitrage opportunities. And, um, you know, we're really trying to build an organic community of people that are like actively engaged. You know, the more of these projects that we can support, you know, the more community that we can build together as Eric was talking about earlier. And, and, you know, the more we can organically tap on each other until we're just this giant web, you know, of, of Web3 projects that are just using each other's influence and strengths and um, just becoming a giant massive juggernaut. That's kind of the whole goal is to use collaboration to our advantage and um, really to help everybody succeed long term. Um, is You know, we just we really need to realign the economics. I think that's one of the biggest things right now is just a lot of the projects in Cosmos um, are a little lackluster on the on the long term economic side. I think I would like to see a lot more uh, revenue, you know, like a lot more treasuries, balance sheets, uh, buybacks, burns. You know, these things are important. How are you controlling your supply? Um, how are you dealing with sell pressure? These are questions that people should be asking. And a lot of people aren't. But I think they're starting to now. I, I saw a really interesting um, Cointelegraph article the other day. It was, uh, what was it? It was um, the wag me, the wag me attitude is is hurting DeFi or something to that effect and it's like well yeah i mean we, we've said that for a long time it's it's not as simple as we're all going to make it it's it's we're all going to make it if we do the right things and we act responsibly you know we, we can't continue to run the same old things that we know are broken and expect different results and so that's why um you know we, we got some heat in the past uh with astrovault you know people saying that oh well you know i'm watching this experiment and, and making comments about you know i wonder if they'll succeed they'll even be able to pull it off, you know, if they'll even be able to deliver. We've had a lot of people doubt us and then throw shade at us. But um, long term, I think we, we have been proving ourselves every step of the way. And all you have to do is look at our treasury. I mean, if you look at what we've got on our statistics page right now, excuse me, our statistics page right now, it's pretty solid, you know, for how long we've been up and, and the fact that we launched in like the the heart of the bear market, you know, with everything down and everybody's spirits as low as possible. And we have steadily and surely eked out you know our own little corner of web3 here and i think that's only going to grow the way that this is designed it, it works like you know the way that a snowball runs downhill the more the more assets we have under management the more l1 inflation that we're gathering and it just builds and builds and builds so if, if you're impressed now just give it a couple years and see how things are because it, yeah it, it doesn't slow down it only picks up it's really cool 
Right. I'm a firm believer that we're still early in this space. I mean, I know, you know, crypto has been around for a couple of years now, but especially in Cosmos, you know, uh, the the collapse of the ecosystem during this bear market and i know it's not just cosmos that's collapsed you know it's kind of a, a across the board every crypto ecosystem you know got damaged by uh fed interest rates and inflation and everything else occurring but uh you know it really even though it hurt a lot of networks to have that happen it also flushed out a lot of leverage and it also created new opportunities for new people that are coming in and uh so i do feel that here in cosmos especially we're still very early um and i believe that you know money is going to gravitate towards the projects that are actually uh, you know, doing something, this whole fandom that we've had in the ecosystem over the last three years is finally starting to come down to reality to people. And uh, you can be you can be bullish on Cosmos, but you can also be smart with how you engage with these networks and separating yourself from the large VCs and, you know, for a lack of a better phrase, the whole cartel thing, um, you know, and moving into the projects that are actually building something that's sustainable is going to go a long way. And uh, I know that Astervolt's definitely going to catch some tailwinds from that sentiment. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of it is is going to come down to who manages to translate all of this back into the real world and real world businesses. That's why we're building a lot of the cool stuff we are to integrate NFTs and to take that back um, with, with kind of that B2B platform I was hinting at earlier and talking about. Um, we have some really cool programs planned to, to bring things back to the real world. And I think that that we need to keep our eyes on that. In this in this community and in this space, especially, it's really easy to get all wavy and crazy in cyberspace and uh, just get you know all hyped up on, on all the different ways that you can possibly make money in a day on CoinGecko. I mean, there's like, what, 11,000 coins and counting or something ridiculous like that. Um, they're obviously not all winners. And I don't think long term, um, even half of those are going to be remotely good plays. Um, but but I do think there are going to be some real winners that do come out in all of this. I think there are going to be some real interesting use cases. I think there are going to be um, some some really compelling uses for crypto that have to do with how we live our everyday lives. And I think the people that manage to figure that out and manage to flesh that out in a way that that makes sense um, will will be the next Googles, the next Amazons, the next you know what have yous. But that's what we're aiming to do, and that's what we're aiming to be long term, is to really build something. But but it all requires the the financial infrastructure, right? Um, that's that was kind of our deal, you know, going into Astrovault to begin with, is we had a lot of really cool Web3 ideas. We were sitting around, you know, talking about all the things that we want to do. And we were we were bouncing all these ideas back back and forth. And a lot of it required um, yield and trade opportunities that that just don't exist right now. And, and on top of that, a lot of the ideas that we had would, would kill DEXs as they currently exist. So we needed something long term that, that could withstand that level of volume, that could withstand that kind of... Um, pressure you know that could withstand that kind of infrastructure built on top of it so we have we have big plans for everything that we're going to do and uh the dex is just the start of it it's the root of it all but um i really am proud of what we've done here and i'm really proud of our developers i cannot stress that enough um eric and i while while we are very competent individuals in, in business and finance and economics and whatever else um we are not direct developers ourselves so um, I cannot say enough good things about our wonderful developers. They are absolutely amazing and they have killed it up until now. And I'm sure they will continue to do so if we could give them a round of applause. I don't know how to do the soundboard, but you know. Thank you, Benji and Fabio. You guys kill it.
you know, I don't know if it was just sheer coincidence or if it was by design, but when you look at the networks that Astervolt has adopted and onboarded and set up nodes for, um, you know, it's it you you guys are definitely targeting real world use cases, sustainable projects that actually have a real world impact. Um, you're not just onboarding all these speculative tokens that are just redundant or don't really do anything whatsoever at all. Um, you know, it's actually really impressive the portfolio you can build on Astervolt between Alter, Dissenter, Jackal, and a couple others as well. Um, you know, you guys have definitely positioned yourself strategically to grow and to benefit from these networks as they expand. 100%. And to help them expand too, you know, that, that's kind of the whole thing is that previously DEXs have kind of like capitalized on everyone else and kind of act as like a parasitic entity, basically. And that's not like me throwing shade at any one DEX. That's like literally the DEX model, how it has functioned. You know, you have to hold up this DEX token to provide rewards to incentivize liquidity. And, the, and that's been done at the expense of the people that need the service. Um, so that's what we wanted to do is kind of reallocate some of like, like we're looking at all these different ways that that you can capitalize on Web3. And we're, we're, we're looking at how you can how you can put this all together in a way that realigns those incentives and, and really gives that back to the people that are using the token. Um, so that's, and you, I think that really shows in like everything that we do, but especially when you look at like, you know, how we relate governance power, the fact that we provide that to LPs, um, you know, the things that we are doing in the way that we're building, I think is, is really indicative of, of, of our decentralized ethos and, um, you know, how we intend to, to just kind of build things out in a way that advantages everyone. Um, because it has to. That's how we've aligned it. Um, we don't, you know, if Jackal doesn't succeed, then that, like Eric was talking about, that portion of our treasury does not succeed. So um, it, it is in our best interest to bring on good projects that are going to perform well against our liquidity positions and to and to do the best that we can. But as Eric also mentioned, you know, we do have to bring in anything that we can. You know, we're a business, so we're not going to discriminate against, you know, people that we might not think are the strongest place, but we do try and find a middle ground. No, and that's great for your users as well, because, you know, as they're building their portfolio and they're trading on your decks, um, you know, they can rest assured knowing that, you know, you guys are just as invested into the things that they're buying into and being that you guys are trying to be, you know, set up an actual sustainable business model. Um, it means that, you know, their chances of their portfolio being sustained is high as well. Well, and it provides a service to those projects, right? It's it's building, or at least the ones that have inflation, we're building that, that pot of liquidity for those projects. They continually need liquidity. Everybody is always going to need liquidity. They need their assets traded if they have an asset. So it, it's beneficial for anyone to just have that building passively, as we see with staking. I mean, you know, look how everybody capitalizes on staking rewards. Why wouldn't you, right? Why Why, why don't I want some of this free money? So why don't we use some of that free money for something smart? Why don't we repurpose that and make it so that, you know, these projects aren't taking a loss and that, that this is just building for them over time? Yeah, I really look forward to see, you know, new tokens that launch on Astrovolt because so far the pickings have been very good. And, uh, you know, instead of scrolling through, say, 100 plus, you know, useless garbage tokens or VC infested trash, um, you know, you're you're actually getting access to quality tokens on quality networks, uh, you know, where you'll be able to not just buy and hold or just buy and stake those tokens, but these tokens actually have uses and you can use 
use them and you are providing a service not only to the network but to the customers of those networks that use those tokens on the networks as well yeah well and i think in the future people will be will be doing a lot more um what we call applicated security right where these applications have uh liquidity hosted you know they should be earning from that liquidity and they should be benefiting the networks they're built on if they are built on a network so um i think i think we'll see more people taking advantage of that we're going to be launching an sdk at some point in the future that um makes that available to people but that'll come hopefully after the pardon hopefully it's built on the cosmos sdk yeah, well, it'll, I mean, I use SDK as a loose term, but it'll be a little little kit that that helps people implement our ex-derivative model with with other projects. And basically, our goal long term is to is to be the hub, you know, the place where these things get liquidated. You know, it makes sense that everybody that hosts liquidity would want to earn from their liquidity that's that's locked in their app, right? But they're going to need some way to to liquidate those derivatives. So once people catch on and they realize that, hey, I can earn from all this money that's sitting around and I can still keep it liquid and still keep my assets flowing and everything else, then then they just need the place to to make that possible. And that's where we already have the built in solution with all liquidity already here. You know, um, that's the beauty of it, is we're playing a very, very long game and we've thought, you know, 10, 20 steps down the road. So um, I'm really grateful that we've had an opportunity to take things this far. I honestly thought that somebody would have front run us a long time ago, but we're here and uh, they haven't. And I think, I think a lot of people are, are, are going to be really, really sad that they didn't bite sooner. And the people so that come in now to expand on the whole X deck or the X token idea uh, to where, uh, you know, holders of the Astrovault X tokens can share in the staking rewards or earn the staking rewards through y'all's nodes. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's possible. And that's the other that's the cool thing about decentralized governance is once that's once once that's deployed, we can have conversations about virtually anything and we're open to build, you know, the will of the doubt. That's that's pretty much what's going on is that, uh, you know, the holders of AXB, the people that are participating in this round right now will will have an opportunity to to have a say in how these how this progresses, you know, the things that we prioritize and the things that we develop and the things that we do. Um, I think a lot of what's really going to be interesting is when people see what gets built on top of us and how that impacts things. Like once we see the volume of the other projects that are going to be utilizing Astrovault as like a base feature of how they function, once that load is added onto our daily volume and that starts running and we get, you know, obviously our token's been live for a while, we've got APRs running out. And the buybacks and burns have been been in effect for quite a while. Um, with all that automated and smart contract level, I think things will be very interesting. So can you kind of break down for us the the whole cycle as how the X tokens uh, currently function on the platform? Yeah, give me two seconds. My phone is dying. Apologies. So yeah, right now the X tokens are used for LP positions. So if you want to LP on the platform in something, in one of our standard pools, you would need to get an X token, which you could trade for. Um, basically, that is just a staked asset version of the token that you would be providing for liquidity. And um, what that allows us to do is to use the base inflation of that layer one as our base earnings for that pool. And we can provide a much higher APR through our token, um, which, which is backed by a whole treasury of assets. 
So right now the functionality is kind of limited to liquidity providers only. Correct. Yeah, it's it's to earn from the liquidity that we host. That's what it enables and that's what it's for. Um, one of the cool things that that as a byproduct of that is the fact that you can use that same mechanism to trade stable coins. So you can trade like USDT, IST, um, all of these various stable coins can be traded at a one-to-one rate. And that's something that doesn't really exist very well elsewhere. Yes, stable pairings have always been an issue, uh, even with osmosis. I mean, most of the time you can get a pretty good swap out of stable coins going from one to another. Uh, But usually, you know, either some sort of slippage or something interferes with it and you never really get a good handshake. But I noticed that when uh, Aster Vault, it's it's about as seamless a swap as it as you can get. Yeah, well, and especially with the gravitate rewards, um, it should work out. You know, with without slippage completely, one to one. You know, and then and then the gravitate on top of that should should be pretty solid. Yeah, see, we're up over one hundred and forty one thousand now. We got about fourteen and a half k left to go to close out this round before round three starts up. Um, so I know you guys plan to do, or you're hoping to have three rounds completed, um, in this initial push. Um, what can we look forward to coming after that? So after that, we'll be, uh, after these three rounds, um, we'll be, I guess I need to talk to the boys and figure out exactly what the time schedule is, but I believe we'll be, uh, doing the airdrop. In the, in the near future, um, like immediately following all this, as Eric was talking about earlier. And the initial airdrop is going to liquidity providers? Yeah, then Archway stakers. Um, they're, and they're, we took a couple snapshots, basically, um, primarily to the LPs, though. Like, it'll be weighted, and it'll be based off of how long you LP'd and when you LP'd and how well we needed the liquidity, basically. Like, there were a lot of cases where we were, we were really needing atom liquidity or various things. And people had stepped up and helped us. And so those people, will, you know, that will be factored in. We kind of have like a waiting system. But um, yeah, yep, that'll be going live um, sometime here in the near future. Following the, uh, the public sales, uh, token obviously will be going live as well. That'll bring up APRs. And then that's when things will really get interesting. And so once the, uh, once the token goes live, people can start to convert their gravitate to the AXV token, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once it's live, fully live, TGE is set and um, things are up, then then inflation will be printing. And yep, there will be rewards on all of our pools and you will be able to redeem Gravitate. I know know Eric had said it earlier, but I forget exactly what what exactly the ratio was. Was it 100 uh, 100 Gravitate per one AXV token? You know, it's been a long, uh, long couple of days. So don't, so don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Basically, we'll have to. We check the white paper. That would be the place to look. My brain is a bit scrambled. I feel like scrambled eggs right now. But I'm glad we got here, man. It's it's been so exciting. Um, just just the you know the lead up and everything else. Real grateful. You guys know any other uh, Cosmos influencers that we should target? Cosmos Haas. You know, he was he was supposed to be here for this. Unfortunately, he had to work. 
actually did message him. We were actually uh, pretty solid friends. Nice guy. Joe came by. He didn't stay long, but I love Joe. He's a great guy. Definitely part of the project. Yeah, Joe's great. I love Joe. I love Joe. He, he stopped by for a short little bit. Hopefully, he'll be back later. If we're still going, I don't know. We'll see how long we actually uh, have the wind to keep this moving, but maybe he'll be back. Um, Tank too. Was hoping to see more of Tank. We'll see. Yeah, I seen Tank in the chat earlier. I uh, was surprised he didn't come up and speak. I invited him. I don't have him. I told him that I was going to have him, and he said he would be here ten thousand percent. So. Okay, so I just posted the white paper into the chat if anybody wants to uh, take a look over it. Tank requesting to speak. I heard a tank. Maybe. Yeah, see, he he requested. I accepted it. What's going on? It says he's a speaker. I don't know if that's true. There he goes. What's up, Tank? You're muted now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry, I've been in and out a few times today. Uh, Was in the earlier... Oh, you're breaking up. In the earlier... Solid robot impression, though. I dig it. Yourself. Yeah, I can tell Tank is out and about. Can you hear me better now? There we go. There you go. You're clear <laughs> day now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I have been out and about uh, running around the day. I was able to join on the first round, the second round. I was recording it. I was telling Eric I was recording it. Everything was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, you guys, this has, been, this has been an absolute win, a blast. Uh, especially to participate in. I can't give you guys flowers enough, man. Oh, we appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. It's been awesome. We jumped in some of the Maneki V1 and V2, both uh, grabbed a, a bag as well. So not just myself personally, but had to grab those guys' bags as well. I love it. And I just want to give a big shout out to uh, Terrace Spaces. I know they've been here the whole time, and I'm pretty sure they're recording. Um, Terrace Spaces is awesome. They uh they are probably the largest catalog of all cosmos ecosystem spaces on the face of the planet. Um they operate off of donations. Um and I mean they're just everywhere I go, uh Terra Spaces is there making sure that it's recorded in the cosmos history. Um so I just want to give a big shout out to Terra Spaces and I'm glad they're here for this. Yeah, if you're not already following them, definitely give them a follow. For sure. And if you're not already following them, shame on you. Yeah, and if you're feeling generous, definitely go over, donate a little bit. Uh, they they take donations and a wide swath of different Cosmos assets. Um, you know, they're, they're a community-driven operation, and, uh, you know, it's the community that keeps them afloat. And uh, definitely check out their website and scroll through the literally thousands of different spaces that they've recorded over the last couple years, and uh, you'll learn a lot and get to hear a bunch of stuff that you missed. What's our elapsed time so far? What are we at? What time did we start this? Was what was it? Eleven thirty my time. Yeah, it was eleven thirty central. Yeah. Four and a half hours, not shabby. I dig it. Yeah, we've been going for a while, and I mean, this is great. I mean, I know, uh, you know, the first round, it it really it really went with the quickness and round two is definitely, you know, coming in a little bit slower, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people have already gotten their fair share by now and, uh, we're just waiting for new time zones to come in and, uh, join the party as well. 
And, uh, you know, no doubt, I have, I have no doubt that the ecosystem is going to rally behind Astrovolt. And if they miss out on these on these first few rounds, I'm sure as new rounds come available and people start paying attention to the platform and actually using it, um, you know, there's going to be a lot more success to follow. And, uh, of course, you know, once the token launches and it's trading freely, um, you know, I'm sure most of us are going to be DCAing and through the entire time. So, you know, this is going to be, this is really good. And I'm so grateful that we have Astrovolt. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a breath of fresh air in the deck space and cosmos. And, you know, it's a very competitive market, but uh, you know, I don't know of a single other decks that brings the quality not only the quality, but the uh, just the, the overall sustainability to the whole Dex idea that they do. Not to mention the innovation, the innovation behind it and the user interface definitely targeted with simplicity in mind. We wanted to keep things clean. I think a lot of people have... Uh kind of made things like really cartoony and whatnot we wanted to kind of keep things business professional as much as possible and i love the way that over the last couple months you know as i've used the decks more and more whenever whenever i find something that i feel isn't quite up to what i'm looking for if i message eric about it um i'll notice that you know within a day or two all of a sudden the change is made and I'm just like, wow, the speed at which you guys work to perfect this, you know, with most other DEXs, especially, you know, if you make a suggestion of something that you'd like to see or something that you feel needs to be changed, you know, you could go months and never even see the change happen, even if it does. Um, but you guys, y'all are on this, uh, you know, y'all y'all are implementing change as fast as the community can give you feedback. And uh, literally the only other project in the Cosmos ecosystem that I know that implements changes as fast as you guys is Leap Wallet. And uh, so, I mean, you know, if, if you guys keep up this pace and keep advancing and growing and expanding this platform and implementing community feedback, I mean, I, I know it's going to explode. Y'all are going to do fantastic. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Eric's back, it looks like. I'm trying to bring him up. He'd like to speak. Yo, yo. Welcome back, sir. There's the boss man. Hey, boss man. Uh, Ethan's the boss man. I'm just loud. <laughs> I'm a lot smarter than I sound. I promise. We all know that Steph actually runs the show. So, right. It's the INFJ. I'm 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 highly intelligent, but I sound like a fucking idiot. So, you know, I'm surrounded by way too many INFJs. Yeah, you really are, though. I mean, clearly Benji's the most professional one out of all y'all because he hasn't come up and said anything yet. He's just letting y'all make fools of yourself. He's just a hater. We won't let him talk. He's too offensively British. What does it say in Proverbs? Even a fool appears wise when they keep their mouth shut? There you go. Uh-huh. No, I just know he's going to be taking sound clips from the Terra Space recording and playing it back to you guys in a couple days while he laughs at you, so... Fabio is the, the smartest and most professional of us. By far. Dude absolutely kills it. 
No, but I mean, the the team in general is just fantastic. You know, every every last one of you guys, members of the Astrobolt team, have always made yourself available to the community. Um, there's no one single point of contact for the community. There's always somebody that they can reach out to. And that alone speaks for itself. You know, so many projects, uh, you know, you're funneled through an ambassador who gets back to you days or weeks later after the team finally decides to listen to, to, you know, what they tell them. And, uh, you know, having that open channel between all of you guys has been great over the last couple months. Thank you, man. Uh, Ethan, I, I see Bella requested to come up, and I don't know how to add her because I'm an idiot. You're going to have to figure well, that out. Is Bella not up? Bella is up. She's just yeah, here. I'm here. See? Awesome. Twitter's glitching out for me. <laughs> no, I've been here the whole time, dude. I invited Benji. If he ever decides he wants to come up, he can, but he doesn't have to. That's the benefit of being a big brain coder is that you don't have to stand up and dance monkey dance. Make the big bucks. Ethan's early supporters for tuning in. One of the reasons I had to take off. Uh, Jack was tuning in because he likes what he's seen. I uh, got to go talk to Hick right now. He's moving some stuff around. Want, more people want to participate. He tried to call me on my actual phone, and uh, I couldn't take a phone call while I was hosting the space, or it would crash everything. I think. Yeah, good call. I don't know. I was not using Telegram like an adult. You know, I'm partial to it. They have an asset too, don't they? Didn't Telegram launch a crypto or something? I swear I saw something about that a while back. They'd only launch it if they launch it on an outbid. They, they're loyal to us, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually even like a thing. It might have just been like a quick thing they didn't like rugged or whatever. I don't know. So I think they they had intended to launch something, and then they caught a lot of flack about supposed quote unquote unregistered security or something, and so they backed out. Oh damn! All my homies launch unregistered securities. Amen. So we told the the Gary Genselberger where he can go. Like, I don't I don't think uh, a lot of that's been legitimate. I think a lot of it's just been posturing, you know, in the news and stuff. We'll it's see where it goes long term. Yeah, exactly. We'll see where it goes long term in the back and forth. We're watching it very very closely. We've got a whole legal team that keeps an eye on this stuff and keeps us in in compliance and in line with that stuff. And we we have plans for. Um, what happens several moves down the way if things go in a direction that are unfavorable for us, um, we can still deal with it. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think uh, I think I think it's a lot more barking than biting long term. Ethan, would that be good for me to dive into real quick? Yeah, go ahead. You do yeah. Uh, so if you guys are concerned about AXP possibly being a security, which understandably, I mean, the goal is to kind of walk that line. Um, like, yes, there will be what some people consider dividends, even though it's not dividends, it's, um, basically earning for staking rewards in other tokens. Um, the, the way it works legally right now is that governance incentives are okay. As long as there's governance power, which is part of why we're relaying the governance power of other networks to our AXP token holders. And then we're incentivizing that governance participation through, um, through incentives where you can stake AXV to earn Atom, which isn't a dividend because it's incentives to vote on Atom governance proposals, um, which you're able to do with your AXV. If and when legal changes occur, right now, that makes us not a security. 
it's not good enough to be good right now. We have to make sure that we're good in the future with future potential litigation changes. If it changes and that's no longer enough utility to not be deemed a security, we're going to deprecate our farms, uh, get rid of the 20% um, of staking rewards of the L1s that were given to AXV stakers as uh, and just deprecate the farms entirely. Instead, we will set up AXV liquidity pools against the X assets for all the layer ones. We will route the 20% um, of staking rewards of those assets as LP rewards to those pools and relay all of the governance power to the LP position tokens, which will have some governance power already. We'll just relay all of it. At that point, there is no dividends for the AXV token. Um, instead, it's going to an LP token, which is completely separate. Uh, and the governance power is still relayed to AXV through the LP token instead of the farm. So not only are we regulatorily compliant right now, but we do have pivot options in place for if and when legality changes and we do do a really good job of keeping track on not just what is regulatorily compliant right now talking with our legal and following actual case law but also um, looking at what's on the horizon and being ready to pivot if and when we need to i think we'll get regulatory clarity here sooner than later you know we got an election coming up in this year um and the u.s especially and uh you know i definitely want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to the astrovault team for not geo blocking u.s users or any of that nonsense i think in the end you know many in the cosmos ecosystem especially are gonna realize that they they really messed up big by geo blocking u.s users because by the time they're they're ready to allow the u.s to interact with their platforms um the damage will already be done and I know me personally, I'm going to remember those they geo blocked me and denied me access to their platform. And uh, I'll, I'll never buy their token. I'll never use their platform. We have a lot of competition, especially in the ecosystem. And there are, you know, networks that are very welcoming to me and value me as a customer. And as a, you know, as a liquidity provider and whatever else. And, uh, you know, those are the ones that I want to participate in, the ones that stood behind me um, the entire time. So uh, thank you guys for not putting any stipulations on us. Go ahead, Tank. I took third place, 9090 Boo Boo, stick your head and doo doo. Uh, I challenge whoever's in second place to hurry up and make a move because I'm going to take your cookies and eat it. In just a second. So, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all sleep. Yeah. I'm gonna Let's take go the think, second place from you. Think, finish on the leaderboard, and you gotta, you gotta tweet out the NFTs you win. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm gonna take your cookies, and I'm gonna tweet out your NFTs that I took from you slowly. So you better, you better put some more in there, buddy. Go tank. I'm not joking. I'm gonna give you a minute. I'm gonna take your second place if you don't, if you don't do something about it. It's it's too close to me. It's too close to me. So Tank, were you one of those people that popped up as a nameless whatever in the first round? I just put my name up. Yeah, I just put my name up. <laughs> I was busy, man. I was trying to do a bunch of other stuff. I was, so you I've were nameless and faceless. You guys know I love you guys to death, man. Hold on a second. I got to take the second place because nobody's moving. It's going down. It's a coup. Cool. I mean, Tank's worried about having his name on the leaderboard. I'm not worried about having my name on the leaderboard. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the bid war when we get down to the last round, and I'm, I'm easing in, but I'm saving a lot for the end. So, oh, I'm just, I'm just testing. I'm just putting my toes in the water right now. Just want to see, you know, 
if I move, do you move? Or are you guys just doing the same thing, kind of waiting for other people to move? So I'll move and I'll want to see if, how far you're going to move. And then we'll see how far we all got to move. Oh, I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> You'll be, I'll be your daisy. <laughs> Uh, we can play this game all night, Tank. Yeah, this we can play this game all night. The damn pull box on the UI. <laughs> yeah, you buy, oh, I'll buy. We talked about it. I'm putting like a little thing where you could. So, I mean, in the end, we all, you know, earmarked whatever funds that we plan to spend on this as to when we, you know, put it all in is up to us. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to some friendly competition here. This is going to be I'm fun. I'm going to play the prices right. I'm going to play the prices right. Oh, I'm willing to pay more just to show you what at the end, so. See how close I am to you? I'm coming. I'm really close. You bet $100, my friend. What, what is that 8% difference in price when we're going to 100x within know, a year it's anyway? Nothing. It's nothing, dude. This is, like, this is yawning. Dude, Not I'm only that, yawning. but you get, more, you get more staking rewards in the meantime, so it ends up being pretty similar. Uh, Catwad, there's no way you actually are in second place, though, right? You wouldn't, no, sitting, you wouldn't be sitting there with no username. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still sitting on so much USDC in this right now. Like I said, you know, I, I kind of went in a little heavy on the first round, um, but, you know, not nearly as heavy as some others. But like I said, you know, I'm waiting for the bid wars to light up. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for us to get to that last round when the jackpot hits. And, you know, I want the jackpot. So. I'm hoping enough of you guys bid that there is no jackpot and that we just drive the sales and that the jackpot is a little bonus for all the early participants. Whitelisters. I mean, even then, you know, I'm still just, I'll just lump it all in at the end regardless. So it's all going in before the end. We should think up some sort of long-term uh, incentive if all 10 rounds fill. Like we should incentivize that some way. If all 10 rounds fill, we should definitely give like a fat bonus or something. Send nudes. Okay. <laughs> I'm cookie. Unnamed person. You're, you're, that's my cookies that's now. We'll, we'll, do the, we'll do the, the Astro Vault nude calendar and it's just going to be me and Benji and Eric. No, it's just going to be Fabio. Will you guys spill the round so that we don't have to do that? That, that thing? <laughs> We're going to airdrop malicious NFTs if you don't bid more. Yeah, right. We've descended into terrorism. Jesus, that happened fast. What did we call them previously? NFDs? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you say NFDs? That's hilarious, dude. NFDs. <laughs> we got a thumbs down from Fabio. I'll take that as a yes. Thumbs down. <laughs> I love it. Why has he got to ruin all the fun? Someone's got to be innocent. No, Scott's the only innocent one right now because he's not <laughs> here. So, yeah, right. We got to keep this going at least long enough for Scott to show up, right? That's the point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can get. He's going to come in here sweaty and screaming. Yeah, probably pretty close to that, actually. I hope so. It would be amazing. Yeah, when when he does his next show, I'm going to be sure to pop up into the YouTube channel and rub it in. What, that he's innocent for once? 
know that he's late. <laughs> ah, he's already feeling guilty over that one, actually. It's the rules of the road. Good. How dare him have a job in this economy? You know? I know, I thought we were all just sitting here trading meme coins all day. I'm confused. Exactly. This is not dog coins, you know. Gotta, gotta, gotta get the good names, the tame ones. But you need to back up off of the dog coins because Bad Dog is here to stay. All of you guys, y'all can hate, but we got Bad Dog in Cosmos, and Bad Dog's not going anywhere. So if you hold Bad Dog, shout out to you, brother. What's up? Woof, woof. Bro, if you want to hear about some OG shit, I have some rare Pepe's on Counterparty that I hope are someday worth something. Counterparty is a uh, NF. It's kind of like the original NFT platform off of Bitcoin. That's some super OG stuff. You know, I've gotten burned so hard on this whole Bitcoin layer two thing, like uh, Alex, you know, the whole Alex stacks like, oh, God, I, I'm I'm getting eaten alive over there. Uh, stacks has been a big letdown to me. I mean, the stacks tokens done pretty good. I've made some pretty good money on it. But as far as the actual DeFi aspects, like I'm getting chewed up in their liquidity pools. Again, yeah. it, it's not sustainable. Thank God for Astrovolt. No, I think your plan for deck Alpine is is pretty solid. I I'm too greedy. I just got deck and I'm staking it. I'll, I'll be it later. Um, but yeah, just the idea of like getting a bunch of it, it's gonna go up a whole lot, and then using that as your way of basically uh, using the permanent loss to exit your position. Like I think Scott outlined that pretty well with Jackal. He's done a darn good job of it. Like it, it actually is a pretty solid strategy if if you are a whale in something. Well, you know, I had already come up with my system as to how I'm going to work my LPs and my node uh, long before, you know, you guys came onto the scene. And uh, I was amazed at how similar our systems are. And, uh, you know, it's great. You know, we're both going to be able to really help the network. We're both going to be able to provide users with really sustainable liquidity to access. And, you know, I mean, it's a great system. Um, Catwide nodes is going to be great. Catwide pools are going to be even better in the way that the liquidity is going to flow between the two is just going to be great for the center and uh you know I'm, I'm glad to be partnering with you guys for a lot of that oh yeah brother i'm just stoked for for uh revenue sharing for the center like it's god we, just, we need more people using it guys if you're not if you're in here and you're not using the center fix it start using it make it your default browser and tell everyone you ever know about it because it's brilliant and it's gonna make us all a shit ton of money I mean, even the money aspect aside, the center is such a great platform. Um, you know, I, I got involved with the center really early. And of course, you know, I wrote it into the dirt, you know, like everybody else did. We we all got ate up and chewed up over the last two years. Um, but, you know, where some people panicked and sold and dumped at the bottom, there was those of us that kept scaling in. And, uh, you know, I've seen really great returns on my dissenter purchases because of that. And, you know, of course, all of it's in permanent gain. Um, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the dissenter game for a very long time. And uh, I'm really, really proud to be able to partner with the team and and host their discord server and run their discord server for them um there's no other project in cosmos that i stand behind as firmly as i do the center you know all the the center community knows you know it's it's my biggest bag by far in cosmos and you know i'm i'm pretty entrenched in many networks but uh the center is my favorite 
I love the volatility. I love how small a cap it is. But on top of that, you know, the community itself is great and the team is wonderful. Uh, people really don't give Nikita the, the, you know, the credit that he deserves because, you know, they they've gone through a lot over the last two years and it's been really hard on them. But that man's work ethic has just carried the day. Yeah, Nikita is awesome. First conversation with him, uh, I was sold. He's doing it for the right reasons. People who are intrinsically motivated deserve the extrinsic rewards from the fruits of their labor. But it's um, like he's doing everything for the right reason. He's trying to protect users from what's actually going on with current browsers and do it in a decentralized, safe, like shareable way. Like that's that's the ethos I'm aligned with. That's the work ethic and the capability I'm aligned with. Uh, we, we like small teams of driven people who just work their ass off. That's what we do. That's what we've done for years. And we don't like fat, bloated teams that are just comfy to feel like they work at Google while they sell tokens with people's faces. Like there's too much of that going on. We need the hungry teams to come in and make a difference and, and not be slowed down. And Nikita's doing that. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the validator set at the center, too. And Astrovolt included in that you guys are in the top 10. Um, you know, nowhere will you find such independent, small validators all coming together. Um, you know, we got an excellent validator set. You know, there's very there, there's only like one or two really big names in the Cosmos space that you'll see pop up in the Decenter validator set. And the most impressive part about that is, is that they're not in the top 10. Um, nobody delegates to them because we cherish the central decentralization over feeding the same monsters that have wrecked the ecosystem over the last two years. Hell yeah. Speaking of the same monsters wrecking the ecosystem right now, Tank has moved into second place. Things we wouldn't notice. Things we'd let that slide. Tank is definitely a monster. I told him I was going to take people's cookies, man. He's coming here laying down the martial arts. Love it. I'm just going to assume that whoever the third place is, their name is so expletive that they that it couldn't be shown. Yeah, 100%. They, they set their username. It was something like grotesquely offensive, like Benji. Um, and so it, it got filtered automatically. There, there's no way that somebody's bidding $6,000 and, and not setting a username. It's Gensler himself. Can confirm. But Tank, you're liking it? You think it's fun? You'd be down to participate in more raises for more groups that use it? You know it. You know it. Sorry, guys. I, I really am. I'm here. I'm like going back and forth. We're supposed to be going to Symphony to uh, with the kids here in just a little bit. So I'm like running up and down at the same time, PVPing against whoever's on the leaderboard with me. <laughs> but no, I absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I've absolutely loved uh, the whole experience, I think that it was a prime example of what we need in our space. And I really do think there's going to be a lot of teams, a lot of projects wanting to come and use uh, this for their launching, for, for launching their token. I think this is one of the best experiences I've ever had. You hear, you hear my, my crazies uh, so far, but like, I, I've, I've loved it, man. Oh yeah, dude. Love the feedback. Thank you. We, we've yeah gotten DMs from demos over the last couple of weeks and, and month. Um, but even just today, we're getting demos from quite a few teams, one that they're impressed by what they're seeing and then two others that are wanting to actively use it. So um, sick. if we can line them up, if we could raise a lot more money for our DAO that way, keep getting the liquidity inflows as 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 AUM. Um, this is going to be sick, guys. Well, I can't wait to put out some videos too. Like I was planning on, they're short videos or whatnot, right? There's nothing to it. Uh, and that's the great thing to it. When it's, when it's nice, smooth and easy, it doesn't have to be flashy. It can just speak for itself. So I recorded 
the experience that I had personally with it. You know, the bidding, onboarding, the the money, whether it was USDC, Noble. I did you, I did Noble, Axlar, Adam. You know, I was just I was just playing around, just kind of for for the culture, for the video content, and all of it. All of it was so fast, so easy, so uh, smooth. And then you know, going over real quickly, not having to do anything extra uh, with bidding. It was like it's there, it's there. And it's there, like one, two, three, let's go. I'm, I'm in it, you know? So that's going to be really, really fun to put out there. Yeah, I do appreciate it. And yeah, the, whatever content you could come up with would be really, really appreciated. We need to, we need to get the word out. We need to grow. We need to scale. Um, we need to get on the forefront of people's minds because they people don't know about Astrovault yet. And we need to fix that. And so bringing the token out here, uh, we're going to have pretty high APRs on a lot of LP positions. We're going to need you guys to share that. We need whatever communities you're invo- involved with because everyone lost their opportunities to LP. Like farming has died with the loss of incentives with Prop 838 on osmosis. And it's because it was never set up sustainably. We're bringing it back, but we need you guys to go to all your communities. Be like, hey, if you've got BLD, sure, you can stake for 10% APR or you can LP it for 15% on AstroVault. Oh, what's AstroVault? Go check it out. Like we need people to go to the communities to to bring this back to crowdsource liquidity to activate communities because if and when we do this is God that when you guys see the scale it's gonna be absolutely mind blowing. Oh, trust you me. I was making that video also for uh, some people that need to see what I've been trying to say for a long time when it comes to what you guys have been doing uh, for this certain community that's desperate and needs to start doing stuff. So yeah, super super excited to uh, put it together and share it. Nah, dude, a fork of Juno swap with no incentives. That's that's the way to do it. We don't need Astrovault. <laughs> oh, God, don't talk about Juno. I, I cringed when I looked at my Wendeo wallet the other day. It was the first time I looked at it in over half a year, and, like, I literally just cried. You're like, never supposed to look back, dude. Never look back. They baited me into a two-year bonding, man. Like, oh my God, what was I thinking? They, they got me too. I'm sure everybody, the great thing about it is like basically 99.9% of people will all say the same thing. Where it's like, they got, they got me too. They got, I'm, I'm there with you too. So you're not alone. Like it didn't even get a bounce off of the rally we had the last couple months. I was like, oh my God. Which no, is shocking because no, like, no doesn't the UI not you, let you sell or pull out your liquidity ever? No, it doesn't. You're locked for two years, bro. You're locked. You're, you're not crap into staking the rewards you get. Like they touted this like really nice APR you were going to get. And like it it's just keeps dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. Yeah, I won't I won't sit around here and tell you I told you so. What I will say is that we're not doing any VE tokenomics in AXP. Because we don't need them and they suck. And people consider it, oh, it's best in the industry. Look how well Curve is. Curve is not safe. Things I say bad about osmosis are also true about Curve. It's not safe. It's not good. It doesn't accrue a bunch of value to the token. That's why they kicked the can down the road for years to justify a valuation that they really can't, that they need to attract liquidity that they can't afford, that they don't use well or properly. Like none of these DEXs that we've seen, they're all science fair projects. They're all trying to figure things out and they're all doing a bad job. Um, this is a better solution than all of them. So, yeah, yeah but I mean, GE tokenomics suck. What you've seen with like staking derivatives from Stride, from um, 
yeah, from Stride, from Window, from all these, they they suck. Everyone knows there's something there. They're not putting two and two together and getting four. Um, and it's it's been so weird to watch for these years as we've built this out and hit hurdles and been screwed over over and over again and been like, oh my goodness, we're gonna lose our edge for go to market. And we, we haven't. Nobody else has done it. We published white papers on this a year and a half ago with all the math broken down and people just ignored it. So hey, well, we're grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm putting high hopes into Astrovault, man, because I have had really, really bad luck with, you know, the whole Dex experience in Cosmos, all the way all the way from Osmosis chewing me up into Terra Collapse. And then Wind came along and I thought Wind was gonna be the answer to all my issues. And I went ham into Wind and then Wind pulled the rug. It's just another Jake Hartnell specialty. Um, you know, another another trust Jake ponzi scheme you know i mean it's just it, it's it, it seems almost endless you know i mean kind of i, I kind of do want to give a shout out to the team kajira community because they have really kept that one afloat and uh you know they're doing pretty good all things considered but you know we need something more sustainable and i definitely believe that astrovolt is going to be the answer to that because the model the model from the ground up is built for sustainability Yes, sir. Sustainability and efficiency. Kujira can save on expenses. We can only save so much on expenses. You need to be able to grow revenue. And they do it incredibly inefficiently. I, I love their community. I love where their hearts are at. I love that they're trying. Um, they need better direction. Uh, so we've had people, oh, why aren't you built on Kujira? Why aren't you working on that? Like it's it's not built directly. They, they still don't. They survived the terror collapse. Props to them. Their community's strong as hell. I respect them like crazy. They don't understand why terra collapsed like so many people still don't you still have like shade like oh we need to get rid of endo like endogenous capital it's like that's that's not the issue the issue is not understanding collateralization and all of these people copying maker down models with correlated assets that are um that are still um collateralized by valuation rather than by like liquidity that that is why terra collapsed and so they're a little bit safer and they scale a lot slower they're still not safe enough and there's still the entire goal is to set things up to print money instead of selling. And if that sounds like a Ponzi, there you go. That is the entire goal of what they're doing with the centralized stable coins. Um, so I, I don't want to be forcibly tied to something like that when it's not really understood. Um, the narrative of inflation bad is so inefficient when inflation is what makes crypto great and special. Like there's inflation in stock markets too. It's just grotesquely inefficient. You can use inflation to decentralize perpetual expenditure. That's the whole reason it exists. That's why you print dollars and give them to fire stations so that everybody covers the cost through the devaluation of your currency. If we share in the growth of something, we should also share in the expense. And if you understand inflation, you optimize to effectively cover as many costs as possible while still minimizing them, you can actually grow decentralized businesses. So um, they, yeah. That being said, they have so many users. They have such a strong community. I'm sure they can get by just on that for a while but superior models are going to take over and we're, we're the only one that's got one right now kudos we'll list them soon all right so are we really going to sit here and let tank 
take all the liquidity at eight cents. I mean, come on, guys. Round two is coming to an end. We can't let Tank have it all. Uh, I might have to step up my game here and just force myself into round two a little more heavily because I can't let Tank have it all at eight cents. I think you're going to have to. Like, I'm hoping that, like, everybody else just sees Tank FOMO'd in and they're like, oh, let's just sit here and wait and not do anything so that we can go into a bid war at the end. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll sit here for, for a little bit longer. We still got some time. If it looks like it's it's going to somebody's going to step in and close this out, I'll, I'll make another splash before we go into round three. But, uh, you know, I really want to have a bid war with Tank and I want it to be for a, a nice size prize. So. Um, if you all want to sit out the rest of round two and just let the timer run out, you know, I just know that I'm not going to let Tank steal the show. I want to get to round five before Scott gets up. <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah, let's make Scott pay like 15 cents or something. I mean, let's 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 it's about time that somebody else catches the bottom other than Scott, <laughs> because Scott has amazing TA skills and he just. He steamrolls bottoms, man. Like, it's, it's hard to compete with him. <laughs> Honestly, he'll probably prefer a later round anyways, just because he hates idle money, and so he'd rather be able to put it to work and start LPing it and staking it and messing with it. He's too hands-on for, for early rounds. And he is absolutely not a TA guy. Well, he does a pretty good job of calling bottoms. I mean, shoot. Uh, he just sets his own uh, intrinsic valuation and rolls with it. But yeah, he does really freaking well with it. Or, or hear me out. He's such a big whale that he just scoops up so much that he sets the bottom. Big if true. <laughs> Not with the jackal one. He was calling it. It still went down like 50, 60%. I, he was buying it most of the way down. Um, but after like we got him listed, we actually, I, I was shilling jackal to everyone I knew and got the interest of quite a few kind of bigger angels. And um, got a lot of people DTA and at the very bottom, pretty sure that the combination of all of them helped helped move the price up quite a bit. And then price moved up. People looked into it. They're like, holy shit, this is a brilliant project at a stupid low valuation. So, uh, yeah, they were right. It's still incredibly undervalued. It still does have a chance to be a 10 plus billion dollar valuation token. Um, we just got to grow sales. Their tokenomics v2 model is huge like what what we set up for there to have decentralized sales teams like oh my god it was so fun yeah i mean i i already know which candle on the descender chart was the the aster volt effect because you know you your whales freaking devoured it once you guys launched and it's crazy because i had done a dca like a week before and i was about to do another dca and i woke up and i'm stretching and i'm like oh it's time to buy some more of the center and i pulled open the chart and i looked and i said who the hell just ruined my dca and then i rolled over to the the center uh telegram channel and lo and behold there's astrovolt listing all over the place and i'm like Oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Like, did, did they really just front run me like that? That's what we do. Uh, and, then, and then I pulled in Ethan. I bought the local top there. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to care much when it's $2 instead of two cents. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting here squabbling over the, the bottom still. I mean, it doesn't really matter. None of it matters right now. Absolutely nothing with the center that you see in that chart 
matters at all because over the course of the next year or two uh you know it's all going to look like one straight line at the bottom of the chart that you can't even distinguish from the rest yep we're just trying to make sure astrovault accumulates as much as we can while it's cheap uh i think we already showcased how this works like we wanted to launch earlier in the bear market we are actually fully live on testnet in january just waiting for archway to go live just because the faster we go live the faster we accumulate everything at the bottom and then when the market returns things like when we were accumulating jackal at two three cents jackal goes to 40 cents is like boom we've got hundreds of thousands of dollars of liquidity that's going to happen with a lot of tokens <laughs> so we need to just start setting up liquidity start accumulating them as a dow as much as we can and then watch it boom yeah i mean we're we're all still so early we're, we're so early on many of these projects and i'm so glad to see so many people are pivoting to projects that actually have a real use case and away from this speculative garbage because it's just been it, for too long the junos of the ecosystem have dominated the front page and you know now we're we're actually seeing people wisen up and start to gravitate towards real projects that are really going to do something and you know nothing against the juno community i love them all and uh you know the the idea of juno was fantastic and i bought in as well just like everyone else uh but the way that the community got used and exploited is just horrible and uh you know i'm so glad to see that so many people are waking up and they're pivoting to projects with you know ethical foundations so eric don't you dare pull the rug on me i'm coming after you can't afford to man you know yeah, the way coming after you too. seriously no we, we literally can't afford to the way we've done this is the only way that we make it is if we all make it like that's how we've set it up and that's how it's aligned so there's no there's no future where astrovault hasn't succeeded where, where eric and i just walk away with the bag and astrovault hasn't succeeded in four years um we have to kill it we have to crush it and that's how we get paid um, long term, the, what we're doing today, you know, the raise here, this will keep the lights on. This will this will keep us keep us building, keep us going. Um, but but really, our 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 motivation is still on the table, and it always will be. Um, it'll be aligned with the interests of the DAO, and that's how it always should be, right? Well, we'll just all blame Eric for everything if it all goes wrong. That's that's what yeah. we do. Blame yeah, Eric. He's the guy. Um, but he already left. He pulled the rug on us already. Immediately. Let's see how it is. <laughs> so, Bella, do you guys have a show planned on Dark Side of the Podcast about Outbid? <laughs> Well, we did have our uh, we did have our special on Sunday, actually demoing Outbid thoroughly, and got a lot of people from our Discord involved to uh, test the ever loving crap out of it. That was a freaking blast! Oh, it'd be great if you guys were live during the actual seating phase. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it definitely would have been. Uh, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Uh, with the production the way it is and, and being piped through uh scott's system seven different ways from sunday um with him out of town for work it just wasn't possible so you're telling me on round one that wasn't scott with twenty five thousand dollars? i could have swore that that was scott <laughs> no it, he was on his phone i bet <laughs> yeah no no <laughs> 
No, actually, uh, he can't even have his cell phone on him, on his person at this job site. So I can tell you with a hundred percent assurity, it wasn't him. I guarantee you, though, he sent the funds to somebody else to do it on his behalf. He's not missing out on the bottom. Come on. No, there's there's not really anyone that he would trust to do that for him. So no. He's too poor Scott missing he's out. He's too hands on with his own money, and uh, yeah, that's just how he rolls. And uh, that yeah, his choice. Poor Scott. I'll tell him I'll save him some of the crumbs from the bottom. <laughs> now I will tell you that he does just want this project to succeed and go really freaking well. He'll be on and bidding as soon as he can. Yeah, I know you guys have had quite a few shows where you guys talked about Astor Boulder, had Eric or Ethan on. It's it's been a blast. I've really enjoyed it. They do very, very well with our audience members, absolutely grilling the crap out of them. They're fantastic to have on the show. I know it's because Ethan's so quiet, but so friendly and Eric's so out there that everybody just gets to kind of blow up on Eric and then Ethan takes the brunt of it. Like, it's really fun to watch. We've got a good dynamic, I think. You know, I try and keep a check where I can. It's kind of a tornado. Ethan. We're, we're, we feel uh, we have a lot of sympathy for you. So you, you, you get know? brownie points. <laughs> I try and just look where he's going, you know. Imagine how that imagine how I feel with both Eric and Scott on the show. <laughs> All right. Strong personality's gotta love it. Plenty of squirrel moments for sure. It's great though, because the community likes to see it and they like to see people being held accountable and they people want the truth, oh, you know, yeah. and Scott's really good at bringing the truth out and, you know, and being that Eric and Ethan are so open from the beginning and they stand behind their product, you know, it, it makes for a good show. And, you know, it's it definitely, you know, wins me over. Yeah, since Eric's away, I, we're, we're going to have to figure out what live read we can have him do next that's going to break him. Let's force him into launching dog coins, okay? Because Eric clearly doesn't like the dog coins, so let's grill him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Scott would ever write that live read. But think about the engagement, the clickbait. Dog coins on Astrovolt. I don't think there's anything better than the than uh, Tom's products, honestly. Well, Eric did say he was open to cat coins, so maybe Kira from Injective can sway him over with their like three million dollar market cap or something. I'm with it. We are so close to 150k. We're right up on it. 
Uh, I'm in the car. I'm in the car now. I'm sorry. Sorry. Where, where are we now for this round? How much more until it closes out? Yeah. So we've only got. So it's we're at seventy three point two k of eighty one k total. And as soon as that clicks out, then we go to the higher valuation, the next valuation up in the third round. Round three coming real soon. And so this valuation is going bye bye. We're not gonna. This is not gonna drag out too much longer. I don't think. I think um, we'll be on another third, and then so it'll go up another eight percent, and then that the bidding will start down there tomorrow. Yeah, all the uh, early birds in the Asian market are starting to wake up now. So you know they're going to be they're going to be coming on and getting their fair share too. And people are starting to get off work and actually head home. So that's this one's not going to last yeah. too much longer. Yeah, launching into the weekend was probably a great idea too. Trying to cover the full spread, you know, give everybody at least enough, like a, a, a bare bones opportunity to have some time to carve out, you know, to take a look at it. That's why we were, we were kind of running the rounds as long as we are, too, because we want it to be exciting. We want it to be engaging. Um, but at the same time, we want to give people an opportunity to participate. Right. So you kind of have to walk a fine line where you keep the engagement, you keep it competitive. Um, but at the same time, you give people a chance to compete. And yeah, I mean. Just, just the uh, the premise alone, being able to be your own VC with as little as a hundred bucks, it's pretty solid. Oh, like it's, 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 it's not solid. It's it's amazing. It's an, an amazing premise, dude. Yeah, I mean, we like to build stuff that we want. Basically, we're like, man, I really want this thing. Like, you know, I wish this thing existed. Okay, let's build it. Like, <laughs> that's how this has been going so far. So, everyone in the in the crowd, if you haven't, you know, liked and shared yet, like and share it. Tell your friends about it. Let it let them know outbids live. Because I mean, we're going to be going. You know, this is going to be kicking off all night and all weekend. So, as many people as uh, you know, we can get to get in here. Uh, the better our price, everyone's going to get, and the more decentralized everything's going to be right from the start. Because you know, even if people are just spending a hundred dollars. Um, you know, if we have a hundred people spending a hundred dollars, you know, there's ten thousand dollars there, and you know, it helps. It's going to help the team, and it's also going to greatly help the centralization because you know it's going to break up any you know that concentration of liquidity from the bigger players like Tank, who's trying to take everything. So right. don't let Tank take everything. Yeah, we're kind of determining evaluation here, basically, and, and determining you know um, where rewards will be at too. Um, you know how well this performs will affect how heavily rewards are being pumped out, and at what at what rate, what price those are worth. So, it's all price discovery. It's all fun live, and uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a really cool weekend. Now, I'm telling you right now, the thing I'm I'm most waiting for is when I can claim my gravitate because I'm not going to tell y'all exactly how much gravitate I have, but oh my god, I have so much gravitate, and I've been sitting here scratching my head. I'm like, am I going to get more out of my gravitate than I'm going to get out of what I'm actually providing here in the outbid? <laughs> yeah, there's some cool mechanics on that too. If you haven't read the white paper section about it, be sure to. Um, it'll, it'll kind of depend, you know, you can, you can kind of milk that out there. There's some fun mechanics around how you can claim that too. So you can, you know, you can kind of gain that a bit as well. 
Yeah, this is going to be fun. Everything, uh, everything that I get from my gravitate is obviously going to go right into a liquidity pool. So I'm looking forward to the pools launching so that I can stick it all in there and, you know, help uh, help do my part to keep Aster, Astervolt's liquidity flowing. Well, you can tell Eric has a casino background and I have a, a gamer penchant because everything we do is gamified. You know, it always has to be has to be in some way playful. Um, just because I feel like I feel like it's more rewarding that way. You know, if you keep people engaged, you keep those dopamine levels flowing and you keep things active. Um, I, I think it just produces a better experience overall. I think we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff with the UI in the future, too, to make it more responsive and to add little effects and things. We'll keep things professional, but at the same time, it'll be classy. It's only going to grow from here where we've been very, very limited and uh, under resourced and everything else. So. I'm um, really grateful to everybody who's participated so far. Every, every you guys have done fantastic considering that, you know, y'all y'all are just now starting the whole funding process. I, it's amazing what all you guys have accomplished. And it just shows y'all's dedication and commitment to this. Yeah, I mean, we, we all started out as individual community members, people in the cosmos that were dissatisfied with the way things were going and wanting to make a difference. And it was kind of like, you know, be the change you want to see in the world you know if you want you want something better build it and so we that's what we did and um we're kind of really trying to to put a foot out here and do something different so that other people have to change the way that they're doing things uh, i think once people see the way that our mechanics and our economics play out it's going to force a lot of people to reevaluate what they're doing and why uh, i think a lot of people have been operating under faulty assumptions and thinking that this boat is going to float forever and it's not. I know it's harsh. It's rough. It's a, it's a tough pill to swallow. But ultimately, we need to get past it and we need to start deploying real business models, things that translate back into the real world. And um, like I said before earlier, I, th- I think the projects that do that are going to be the next Google's. They're going to be the next Amazon's. They're going to really make a big difference. And we're aiming to do that early. I mean, the earlier you can start doing that, the earlier you can start building these foundations to really change things, to really build scalable business in in a decentralized world, um, the better off you'll be. I mean, the power is in the people, ultimately. And so uh, if you give the people the power, then then you'll build something powerful. Hey, uh, hopefully, I'm not cutting somebody off, am I? No, No, sir. I I just want to say, I got to get going here in a little bit. I was here to the condo. Uh, in Nashville, so I got to get off my phone. But, uh, bro, I just wanted to say, I, I know uh, Eric's not here right now, but I, it's been, what, almost two years? Close to two years since I first actually got to know you guys way back then on Discord when we had our Discord meeting um, and you guys were building other stuff and dealing with other things. Bro, personally, I just want to say it's been a long time coming. I've been waiting for this moment to actually personally be able to directly, not just invest into what, you two and who you two are, but what you two are building, what you guys uh, have visionized for the people within the crypto landscape, more specifically and directly within the Cosmos ecosystem. It's been such a pleasure, even though it's been a headache for you guys many times uh, throughout the past two years, personally, um, to be able to get to where you guys are right now. But I just want to say, like, good for you guys, man. Like, this is this is amazing. I, I'm so proud not that it means much but i am very proud of your guys' persistence and endurance and and you guys' fortitude to to bring this to life um and i can't wait to see me personally uh i can't wait to see 
you know, the end of 2025, 26, and where Astrovault is going to be then. Uh, I'm like a long, long, long-term believer in what you guys are building and what you guys are trying to produce for not just, you know, this space, but the entirety of the crypto landscape, man. So before I get off, I just want to say thank you to you personally. I'll be watching what happens um, on my PC. Uh, and, and, and while I'm probably at the symphony myself on my phone, I'll probably get in trouble. But man, I'm so excited for you guys, dude. And I'll be doing everything I possibly can to be spreading the word. Appreciate it, man. Thank you much for coming. Appreciate you showing up. Very grateful for you. Yeah, now that Tink's leaving, I can slide in and take second place from him. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can stay for a little bit longer. What the hell did you just say? No, just... <laughs> oh, crap. He's still here. <laughs> no, yeah, guys. I'll, I'll talk to y'all later. You guys have a good one. Take care, Tay. Take care. Forty-two hours remaining. So is Eric gonna come back? What, what happened, Eric? I don't know what happened. He just dropped out and didn't say shit. He, he probably blue screened so. again. Oh, pardon my French, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened then. He didn't come back. How rude! Shibui, Shibui has requested to speak. Brought up Shibui. What's up? Hey, this is Jack. How's it going? Oh, what's up, Jack? How you doing, brother? <laughs> hey, yeah. Long time no chat. All right. Congratulations. Yep. This is awesome. awesome. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, just doing the token launch. It's been a long time coming. A lot of work, a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, and uh, a lot of long nights, a lot of sleepless nights. Whoa. And uh, we're here. Yeah, you know? and, and uh, amen to what you said a, a little bit ago to Radio Silence. <laughs> I wanted to say amen, but uh, I don't know. I hadn't done the mic request thing yet. Yeah, you're good. Glad to have you, brother. And there's a lot of people that have helped us along our way to get here. You know, it wasn't just wasn't just me. It wasn't just Eric. It wasn't just Benji. It wasn't just Fabio. It was, it was a whole. Oh, crew, I know, I know, I know. People. It's really awesome and, uh, how much engagement there is, so. and and just how fleshed out the whole vision and everything is. And I'm glad to see how much. You know, hundreds and thousands of likes and retweets and stuff. Yeah. And it's been amazing to really watch it all develop. And it's only going to get bigger from here. You know, this is, like I said, this, this, we've, we've done all of this with no incentives on the decks other than just the upcoming airdrop and the promise of people being able to, like, participate in the sale. Yeah. Um. So this this shows that, we you know, we can build a community. There is interest around, you know, bettering the economic models and to, and to really do do something and make a difference here. It's 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 been really uh, really deep for all of us. I think. Yeah. People do still say retweet, right? Hell yeah, retweet. I think. Well, I don't know what else you call it. React. Rex. 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 Just Rex everything. I see how it is. You know, the connotation there is real negative too. If it's Rex. Yeah. They didn't really think that branding switch out very well, I don't think. But here we are. Yeah. Well, I think it was uh, thought up by a, a rich man on drugs. There are a lot of those. Yeah. Eric is, Eric is very fond of the uh, the phrase, it's hard to get rich people to work. And uh, 
I think that's pretty true. You know, the people that are like multi-billionaires, those people like, how do you get somebody like that to, to really sit down and put in, you know, a 90 hour work week? Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people would be more passionate about um, endeavors if they actually chose to do them rather than being incentivized by like, well, and just having the passion of what you believe in. Right. What? You know, that's, that's kind of where we're at is like, we're, we're doing what we believe in and what we're passionate about. Yeah. And because of that, like all of the suffering and everything we've been through hasn't been absolutely worth it the whole way through. Um, it's yeah. been very difficult. It's been very trying, you know, not, not to say, you know, it hasn't, but, um, you know, it's great to be here and it's great to. Yeah. But yeah, okay. if, if somebody is working because they're forced to, they're only going to do the minimum. Right. That's like the essence of slavery, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Working because you're forced to. It's the foundations of, of Western labor. I think that's one of the cool things about crypto, too, philosophically, is that it'll long term hopefully enable the every man to have form more financial freedom. You know, the more that normal people it, it already is financial tools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the more that people access these tools, the more freedom they'll have to pursue their interests and to hopefully uh freedom yeah it's it's possible now in a way that it wasn't before to have to have equity and not have any fears that it's gonna just be taken because you know things out of your control yeah web three is life-changing you know and uh there's still a lot of lives that are going to be touched by it. So we're just getting started. Yeah. It's out here in the weeds where people don't, don't expect it. You know, everybody's like focused on Bitcoin, whatever else. And like my, my perspective on Bitcoin is different than a lot of people's, but my perspective on Bitcoin is that it will always be valuable to some degree because of its historical value. Like for the same reason that like, you know, a first edition book, or you know uh, a very very rare baseball card will be valuable that that's why why uh, bitcoin will be valuable in my eyes it'll have historical value because it was the first asset to introduce an entirely new class of assets to the world yeah or barbara streisand yeah right you know exactly so i think uh I think it's it's the things that that build on that though you know like the that i get really down in the nitty-gritty that really really develop yeah. Um, new financial infrastructure and ways of doing things and, and translating that back to the, the everyday person and, and to businesses as well. It's kind of weird that there are people that are Bitcoin maximalists. Yeah, right. Like you believe in the promise of cryptocurrency, but you only are you're focused on that one technology and that's the end all be all of it ever. Like they're, what? They're probably also still using typewriters and carrier pigeons. Don't get me wrong, I'll hold some Bitcoin, like I said, because it has historical value. But it's not the end all be all of the technology. The technology is still developing right now. <laughs> like by the second, and it's on that development is only picking up from here. Like more people are developing in Web3 than ever before. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, yeah, I gotta hop off, but congrats to everybody yeah. involved. This is awesome. Thanks for hopping up, man. Glad to hear from you. Yeah.
Later. Thanks, So out of all the uh, ecosystems that, you know, has sprung up in crypto over the last, you know, 10, 15 years or so, um, you know, none of them really have as much promise as the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, let's just be real here. We're, we're in the right place and we're here at the right time, too. Um, it's, the future is bright for Cosmos. I think so. I think, uh, and I, I think, like I said, like we mentioned at the beginning of the space, we intend to scale very, very far uh, beyond the Cosmos. Cosmos is going to get a lot more interconnected with other ecosystems, and the lines are going to blur significantly where you're you're going between ecosystems seamlessly, and it's all going to become this this real Web3, not just these spotty little outposts that you have to jump through 10 hoops to get to. You know what I mean? It's going to become a true web on top of the web, and all these things we, you'll just be moving between. Um, and that, that's kind of what we intend to enable and what we intend to bring is just that seamless interoperability. That's, that's what's really been missing. And, and that's something that we're, we're intending to build early. I mean, think about how hard it would be to try to launch Astrovolt and another ecosystem without the, without the benefit of IBC. You know, uh, you would be limited to literally just a handful of tokens within that, that ecosystem. Um, you know, IBC is a game changer because it allows you to tap into networks outside of Archway and bring them into Archway and host them on your product and you know that's that's just an experience that you really can't get anywhere else and it's seamless without the risk of a third-party bridge oh absolutely we love we love ibc i love the protocol i love what it enables and i love that we've had the the functionality and the access to use it ourselves um long term though we're not going to be using ibc for the the primary usage of our platform like it'll be a function that's there and available, but we'll be using actually the AXP token itself. That's part of the tokens utility. Um, we'll be using the token to go between like, let's say Archway and Solana. Like you'll be able to trade Arch on Archway and trade it to Solana on Solana by routing through the AXP token, burning it, and then having it being minted on the Solana blockchain immediately on the other side. You feel me? So, so AXP has a lot more utility than people realize. We have a, a lot planned and it's going to go way deeper than anybody suspects. And when you start throwing that word burn around, you really tingle my spider senses, you know? I mean, I know, uh, right? we're, we're big on buybacks and burns, man. We're, we're big on buybacks and burns. That's the whole thing is that, um, you know, the, the, you have to have enticing mechanisms and you have to have stuff that, that drives value and, and captures the value that you create. That's a big thing that people have failed to do is they create this value, they create a cool platform, they create a cool technology, and then they don't capitalize on it properly. You know, they leave all the money on the table and then they wait until, you know, their meal is down the road and somebody else is taking all their customers and their liquidity with a higher APR or whatever else, you know. And it's like it's like the same cycle where, where you know, creators aren't satisfied ultimately and and the people that are that are at the low level like myself that you know back in the day you know are, are not satisfied with the way that a lot of these things are shaping out you know you look at the juno community um i don't think a lot of people were satisfied there uh, you know in a lot of other communities of the same story um and i was i was directly involved with a lot of communities that didn't shape up well and that's what led us here is that like you know things have to change economically first and the only way that's going to happen is by example
poor Juno community. I know we didn't mention it so many times today. Um, I love you all, Juno guys. If you're Juno guys in the out there in the in the audience, we love you. God bless 100%, you, all. dude. God, dude, the most loyal and loving and awesome community ever, and they've been shit on so hard. Like it's just heartbreaking honestly and that, that's why like i said that's why we've done what we've done because we were those guys you know we've been through that many times over you know and, the, and like i said the only way it's going to change is if somebody stands up and does something different you know <laughs> so um we can keep running the same game or we can or we can up the ante and, and really catalyze some change you know, it, it really keeps getting worse and worse for them guys, too, because now you have this deep pocket of liquidity of ST Juno popping up on UMI and uh, people are doing some pretty crazy leverage type stuff with it. And it's already pretty much a leverage token to begin with. And, you know, it's just it's immense downside pressure for Juno holders. And, you know, my heart really bleeds for them. And I know a lot of people, they're just holding out, hoping that they can salvage something in the end. And God bless them. I hope they do. I hope one day Juno pumps out of nowhere. And I hope, uh, you know, they they all get their money back and, and more. Um, 100%. But it looks around. 100%. I, I wish them nothing but the best, man. Um, it's the same thing as like the terror community, right? I didn't think I didn't think terror would continue on after everything that happened, and their community has shown amazing and outstanding resilience. I've been I've been absolutely one hundred percent impressed with that community at large. I mean, you know, I'm sure a lot of people sold, a lot of people bailed out, and it's kind of a different group than it was back when. Yeah, sure, but the fact that they still have a strong, dedicated community after everything, everything they've been through, and the fact that they have built up what they have, I have nothing but admiration and respect for that. It's great that Astrovolt gets to come onto the scene and launch after all the mistakes have already been made and, and you know, teams and investors and community members alike have all got to learn from the lessons over the last two years. Um, you know, it just it, it just reassures me even more given the given the way that the Astrovolt Dex works and the the way that it's profitable by design that you know we're all going to make it here uh because you know lessons lessons have been learned and we have a stable foundation from the start yep and, and that's one thing that you know was always part of our our premise is that you know everybody else can can kind of eventually seal our model they can take it and they can you know they can figure out how we did this and they can fork their model or whatever and start from scratch and, and re-implement what we have, right? But they're going to have to do a whole lot of work and a whole lot of backtracking and a whole lot of, you know, rigmarole to get to the starting point of where we, we began, you know, and then, and then we're going to be so far down the road, the snowball is going to be so far downhill by that point in time that good luck catching us. Um, we'll see how it plays out, but uh, yeah, I'm obviously biased. A little off topic, but how does everybody like the whole uh, BTC short squeeze right now? I haven't even looked at CoinGecko today, honestly. I've been so busy. Yeah, we, we're up around 42K right now. That's, you know, nice. like coming off the bottom, that's pretty impressive. I like that. Yeah, things dove down right before, and I was uh, a little nervous going into the first half of the week, but things had turned around a bit happy with it i know there's a lot of bearish calls going on out there but i'm not, i'm not convinced that you know this isn't just a normal typical correction you know yeah i mean we're just like right up on the other side now so we'll see how things go 
see how things pick up. Who can say? I, I can tell you this. It will likely go up or it will likely go down. Yay, thank you. I know, right? <laughs> That's literally how it that works. That is how so. it works. That's exactly how it works. I love it when Look, people are like, what, what, do what do you think it's going to be in six months? It'll be something. I can tell you that. <laughs> but no, no, jokes aside, I uh, I'm really proud of the foundations that we've built and the hours that have put in, man, it's, it's been absolutely wild. And I'm really grateful for all the people that have helped us get here. You know, the Bellas and the Scots and, uh, uh, all, you know, everyone, Catwad, you know, all, all these people that have, that have contributed tank, you know, all these, all these countless hands that have helped carry the burden, helped, helped us get where we are. Um, and that's only going to grow. I think, uh, the more you empower people, like I said earlier, the, uh, the more power you'll find. I'm honestly incredibly thankful that you guys saw a problem and took the initiative to build something that will literally fix the problem. Well, it's like, yeah, like the road has a hole. You can patch the hole or you can just keep driving over it and hoping your car holds up. Like how many people have to have to ruin their vehicles before it's like, man, within like an hour of my time. (laughs) Exactly. There's no reason for it. Shouldn't be going on, but instead of going and, you know, just letting the potholes sit there getting filled with that salty, snowy, crappy water, you guys are actually, you're fixing stuff. That's the goal. That is the goal. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I really love about Aster Vault, and you guys, y'all might laugh at this because it's so petty, but... I will, I'm a TA guy and I will carefully craft entry points. And if I go into osmosis and I go to fill, go to make a purchase because, you know, prices come down right where I want it to be. All of a sudden some bot has sniped my entry. I'll have four or five failed TXs. And by the time I can get my TX to go through, um, I'm paying more than what I wanted my entry to be. And I'll go into deck screener and look, and there's a bot. It bought my exact entry point. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But whenever I do it with Astrovolt, because arbitrage is still so low for the most part, um, I get to play the arbiter. You know, there's no bot sitting there sniping my entry point. When the entry point comes, I get to take advantage of it and it's mine. And I know that might sound kind of petty. And kind of just stupid all the way around. But for somebody who, you know, when when Leap did their their end of the year, uh, you know, uh, your your leap your leap for the end of the year, and it, it mentioned how many TXs you've done for the year. Um, <laughs> when I look at how many TXs I do every year, I'm like, you know, it makes a big difference for me. That's not that's sure. not petty. That that's called pragmatic i mean you're getting your definition wrong there oh but so many people just you know they just hit the swap at whatever in a general area like you know i'm a very meticulous person when it comes to my my entries and uh you know i'll i'll run my ta and i'll have it worked out exactly where i want to get in and clearly it's working because the bots are buying my exact entry before i can you know (laughs) but yeah i like the way that i can you know 
I, I truly feel like bots are prioritized on osmosis and everybody keeps telling me, well, just increase your gas. Well, I increase my gas. How high do I have to increase my gas before I get a fair shake over a bot? Like, you know, it's just not fair. It's I dirty. Think, I think, it, well, I think a lot of that's being run at like the protocol level. Isn't that kind of, um, forgive me if I'm ignorant on this, but I think that's kind of what's going on with the whole skip thing. Right. Isn't that, like, isn't that protocol MEV, protocol level MEV? Is that kind of how that works? Um, yeah, I think, is. I think that's what's going on. I think it's like, and, then, and that's kind of how, that was kind of what happened when they instituted it. They were like, hey, you know, we're going to we're gonna do this protocol level MEV, and then, and then the protocol will be making money. And that was kind of my thing when they did that. It's just that, like, okay, but that's more money at the expense of your users. Like, rather than creating something that captures more value, Again, it's all coming from your users. And like that's that's kind of the problem that I have with a lot of these things that are quote unquote innovations is that like, hey, it's a cool idea. Yeah, I like I like MEV. Yeah, I like the I like the, the concept just from like a a capitalist perspective, you know. Um, if I'm thinking about that as a standalone thing. But um So, you know, I had, I had $5,000 the other day and I wanted to buy some more deck tokens. And so I'm sitting there and I literally pulled up Osmosis and I pulled up Astro Bolt side by side. And first I just plugged in $5,000 to see, you know, if I just spent the whole 5000 what type of a handshake I would get. And it was unbelievable how much more I would get from Astro Bolt over osmosis the maker fee alone was just ruined the whole entire average not counting the slippage because you know osmosis osmosis liquidity is so horrible after the terra event you know anybody that had a pre-existing pool before terra collapsed you know their that liquidity is so devalued and and worthless that you can't even do anything with it you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of liquidity worth ten twenty thousand dollars now um you know so i mean just looking at how much cleaner a shake even after the whole archway gas fees being you know astronomically higher than osmosis on average um it was just insane and so i just sat there and i broke my buys down and i just kept buying and buying and buying on astrobolt and it's once people start to realize that not only is osmosis a risk but you're not getting a fair shake when you do business on osmosis you know the more and more they're going to start looking for alternatives and astrovolt you know not only have i never had a failed tx i've never been front run by a bot um but the the liquidity is stable and you can get a good shake out of it in comparison to osmosis so i mean that over time is going to be one of the big things that's going to cause a mass exodus out of osmosis into Astrovolt, just like you know with kujira they they have you know they've have a very similar situation over osmosis where you just get a better shake you know you get a better trade you get more for your money when you trade on kujira than you do osmosis i think i think some of that might might be affected by like popularity too to give them like you know the benefit of the doubt and to like play devil's advocate i do think that like you know when you are number one 
um, that that like that's where the bots are primarily running, and a lot of stuff has been built out to capitalize on that one hub as a point of of capitalization. Um, so I think I don't know that like long term that uh, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and I'll be fair there. Um, but I think we're coming for their lunch. You know what I mean? I think I think uh, if you look at our statistics, if you look at the way that our liquidity is building and the way that other things in the ecosystem are declining, and you look at how this is all functioning. I think the writing is kind of on the wall, but uh, that's just me. Yeah, all I know is that the the Astrovolt experience as a user has been fantastic, and you know I know uh, the the pickings are kind of slim on Astrovolt right now. Yeah, I mean you guys got a good selection. Um, and I know that that's expanding and it keeps growing. Um, but I, I understand that, you know, we're, we're small and we're starting out and the selection is kind of small, but y'all keep adding everything that I want. You just oh, keep adding things I want. Same with the, like the community the whole way through. I mean, that's how this works. Basically is we get, we get feedback from the DAO. We determine, you know, collectively what, what direction we want this to take, what we want to list or how we want to adjust rewards. And, and like I said, we have, we have algorithms and things that are, that are keeping track of the profitability of all of this. So we can take it back to the black and white, you know, what is, what is this making in profit for our DAO? And, and it's actually set up to incentivize automatically accordingly. Um, so that's one thing that's going to be automatically different about the way that we do things right out the gate compared to other DEXs. It's like almost every other DEX in existence, you know, launched and printed a bunch of rewards at super high APRs and inflated themselves into oblivion, like right out the gate. And that's why if you look at CoinGecko and you look at these DEXs, you look at their charts, you see like an immediate spike and then they just like a fall off the cliff. Okay. <laughs> and it's because that same phenomenon over and over again. And and that's why we're doing things differently, like completely differently. <laughs> and somebody's got to, you know, you can't you can't just keep running into the wall and hoping that what this is Harry Potter land and you go through. No. No, you have to you have to build the pie. And that's what we've been doing is just consistently building. I mean, if you look at it now, we've got like what almost a fifth of our liquidity is owned by the Dow. And tokens not even live yet. You know, it's like this scales. Like this isn't even scaling. This isn't even scaling. That's that's the the amazing part. This is gonna just gonna be so nuts, man. I'm so excited. I'm like a I'm like a kid in in a ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese right now. Yeah, the self-sustainability is just amazing. And that is that is going to just be so game changing. And the fact that you're not gouging your customers to try to make up for the fact that you're not sustainable says a lot. I mean, if you build things right, you don't need to do that. You know, you can build a water trough where we can all drink. That's the whole point. Like there's all these there's all these flows, you know, somebody just needs to aggregate them and bring it all together. And that's what we're doing, you know. But could you could you imagine a world where Osmosis operated on a similar model as yours, where they spin up nodes for these networks that have tokens and pools on their network, and then their VCs basically get a huge control of the governance of those networks? It would be horrifying. It would be horrifying. I think it's going to happen sooner or later. I think that's the future. Unfortunately, is that like there's like this DAO exception once once the money up the chain figures out what's going on down here they're going to start trying to copy what we're doing you know our goal is to get all of our people um so far so far down the road by the time they get wise and figure that out that we're we are those people you know we are the people building the future of web3 we're at the forefront we're you know 
one of the number one exchanges, if not um, the number one exchange in the Cosmos ecosystem. That's our goal. We're very ambitious and we do not hide it. And we have always been that way. And so we've stepped on some toes in the past, but um, I think people understand that we are well-intentioned and just very passionate. You know, it's not, if we're critical, it's not that we're trying to be harsh. It's that we are um, sometimes like fatalistically honest. We believe in, we believe in honesty to, to the 10th degree. And so like, yeah, I just, um, I apologize if I offend anyone and say, you know, same. I definitely apologize if Eric offends anyone. Cause he will. Aww. <laughs> are you, are you saying you might've hurt some feelings along the way? And okay. Don't, well, don't sure. make me jump I'm you sure. for apologizing for giving an honest opinion. I will do that in a heartbeat. You know, oh, and I'm not apologizing for my honesty. I just apologize if it hurts your feelings. Because no, you know? that's never my intention. But but I'm going to be honest, you know, because that's just who I am. And that's how I operate. I don't believe in doing anything else. I believe anything else is damaging. And I think that's a big problem with what's going on in Web3 is people are so interested in their own gain that they don't realize that if you build things that are collectively valuable, that you can make way more money. Like, like we all make way more money together collaboratively than any one of us can make alone solo. So build things that connect, build things that overlap, build things that intertwine, you know, build things that other people can build on. And that's that's going to be the cool thing is like when when the lending markets that are building on us right now, when those go live, like when, you know, when the casinos that are going to be building on us go live, like things are things are going to get really crazy. Well, again, you know, the words I'm sorry, you know, you should not come out of your mouth for delivering facts. It, you know, regardless of, you know. If somebody's precious little feelings get hurt, no, that's not the way this should go. I mean, it should be it should be honest and transparent, which you guys are. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think I think the best way to change that again is to just like put a good foot forward and to to do things in a certain way that that benefits everyone. That's. Well, you know, I said it earlier and I'm going to say it again, you know, we're we're kind of building. We have this new economic zone that's basically popping up with Astrovolt with this new model where the DEX is not only providing liquidity for these networks, but they're also basically securing the networks at the same time. And this model is far superior to anything else we have in Cosmos. You can, you know, you could be a supporter of the AEZ if you want. I'm not. Most people know I'm not. I've lost a lot of followers here on X because I'm not, and I've been very outspoken against it. Um, but, you know, every every aspect of this process as we go through it is so decentralized uh, that it's it's giving me reassurance that all the networks that are interacting with Astrovolt are going to make it and they're not going to be subjected to the same trickery that all the networks in Cosmos have been subjected to through Osmosis and through Juno and through, you know, Cosmos Hub and through their VCs and, and their big validator players, you know. Um, so the fact that Astrovolt is taking the step to secure these networks and provide liquidity and time their success to the success of those networks as well speaks volumes as to where the values of this dex lie exactly exactly keep following the path you're on and uh yeah this is gonna continue going really well on that note guys i do have to bounce uh 
child is coming home from work and is demanding food. So, I mean, yeah, we can we could probably kill the space. We're at like six hours now. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, probably not that <laughs> like a six hour space. I just realized how long it's been. It's five five thirty my local time. So. Yeah, we're six hours in right now, but thank you absolutely to everybody that showed up beyond a, beyond a doubt. Um, I'm sure things will continue into the night. Keep your eyes on the leaderboard and uh, keep hitting Twitter for us if you can. Um, we greatly appreciate any any and every amplification that you guys can put out. And again, thank you, Terra Spaces, for being here the whole time and recording this. You guys rock. I love you. You guys have always been great, and you're always there when anybody needs you. Thank you. Yeah, y'all are champions. MVP. Alright guys, I'll catch you on the flip. Later guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting nottas. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, though the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality. Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape him under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape him under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served